Thanks for tuning in to the Boundless Authenticity Podcast, hosted by Jahan Sator, where we discuss everything related to the evolution of human consciousness. Let's tap into the discussion now. It's your host, Jahan here, and I'm back with Mr. Stephen D. Kelly. For those of you who don't know yet, Stephen D. Kelly is an ex-CIA slash NSA contractor, whistleblower, laser pioneer, truth activist, Reiki master healer, and creator of truthcatradio.com, where you can catch him educating people on the truth of the world we live in, among many other things. If you haven't listened to our first podcast together, I encourage you to visit anchor.fm slash boundless authenticity and click on episode five, Truth, the Ultimate Conspiracy as there is a lot of important information to process and understand. For those of you who have not listened to Stephen D. Kelly speaking at the 2017 Alchemy event, I will include it at the end of this podcast. You can also join the official Occupy the Getty group on Telegram at t.me slash official Occupy the Getty page. Right now, let's jump into the discussion. Stephen, good to have you back. Hey, you know, I was just going to say, I was on TV a little while ago. Uh, I mean, last week, I think it was. I don't know. We, we, you saw that, right? Caught that? It was the Arabic language channel, the official TV of Iran. What was this? The yeah. Al-Alam thing or whatever it is? Al-Alam, yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually significant that I should bring it up because today, I believe, the day of our recording here, I believe is the official, whatever it is, let me see, da, da, da. The second, okay, maybe it's tomorrow. <clears throat> It'll be the second year anniversary of the assassination of that General Salami, Soleimani. Apologies, for this Soleimani. Soleimani. Uh, <laughs> Salami. <laughs> Salami. I'm sorry. No disrespect. But, you know, yeah, come on now. So, but, Soleimani. Uh, but anyway, but it's a big deal, right? And uh, I noticed that even the right wing channels were. When I say right wing, of course, I'm talking about the Trump guys, but they were talking about it as if there was like some kind of code thing that was going to happen because of this. And I was saying the same thing when I was on the TV. I told them to uh, uh, not have, you know, to please not try to do anything in revenge. But the only reason I bring that up, even though it's significant, we should talk about it, is because when the cameras started rolling, they told me to take off my glasses because the light, you know, is shining on. I'm like, ah, it's like, okay, you know, so I'm like, it's uh, what is it? Show business. I have to take my glasses off. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> so hey, we were just uh, talking about the Telegram group here right now. But I'd have to put on my glasses to do that because we don't have any live audience. But... Yeah. Did you put this out on YouTube by chance? The last show. The last show did not get approved by YouTube. I've never seen anything oh. like that before they they took it and instead of going to back to the channel page with your videos where they have processing they took it to a different screen like if i was uh, like if i clicked on it to watch it and there was a yellow banner right at the bottom that said this video is being <laughs> processed and being screened for information i was like dangerous wow. truth dangerous truth Yep. Well, gee, welcome to the big leagues, man. Jeez, that's well, that's disconcerting. Like I said to you before, uh, fuck them. <laughs> Plain and simple. I just can't you gotta put bothered. it up on more. Jeez, uh, that you know what that means is that you have to take that video, 
and you have to find the stuff in it that they find the most offensive, you know, they have the biggest problem with it, and you got to focus it, you know, you can make little short little videos with just that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Spread it everywhere. I'm actually know? there with you on that. I realized that TikTok is the app with the least censorship. Yeah. And uh, I took like five minutes or something on that and I put it on my TikTok. How many so, did you get? Only eight so far. <laughs> ah, we got to be better than that. Uh, you know, it's, God, it's just so bad. It's just, I mean, I know people are, are jaded and they're looking for, you know, salacious nonsense, but uh, it just doesn't make any sense because I've seen stuff goes up. People put stuff up on YouTube and it's like in a day they got a million a million views. It's sick. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. So I know it, damn well they're doing something. You know. I definitely believe that the algorithm, they while they say that people don't monitor it and it's artificial intelligence doing everything, I really believe that there's people who go and they make sure that the most vapid, empty, fake stuff gets immediate exposure. It's like that everywhere. Even you know, Twitter is really bad at that. I look at my uh, whatever feed. I, I have two Twitters, so I'll post something on one and I'll go to the other to uh, retweet it <clears throat> and then uh, I have to see this crap and it's always some sort of uh, you know something involving tits usually right I mean typically I mean it's some some image will have something like that I mean some select you know again whatever uh, <clears throat> I, that's the only thing that really people pay attention to I suppose right yeah <laughs> tits yeah maybe maybe well Something, something lewd, you know, they got to have something lewd or whatever, some scandalous thing that people get excited to, whatever. That in video games, of course. That's all a part of the strange sex magic. That's really strange, right? Pornography everywhere and just like getting K pop. What's up with K pop? (laughs) It's definitely, it's definitely about Lush. That's an aberration right there. Anyway, um, Hey, I'll tell you one thing that I noticed. Uh, I, I because talking about the the if you're going to say the word, you know the the word that you're not supposed to say, especially in text. I think the best thing to do is use a K and then a number zero, and then maybe put a space and then put the V I D or something like that, or you know, <laughs> there's got to be a way that we can write this silly word. Yeah, without the algorithms just pouncing on us like this, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I whenever I reference the the shot, I just call it the sticky stabby. Or yeah, you gotta, uh, you can't something. use the word. Yeah, like, once you use the word, you're on the radar. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, we can't even say it. About that though, I'm about to say it though. I I watched your video. Uh, only occupy the Getty can stop COVID. So I wanted to yeah. have a commentary on that. Yeah. Um, okay. For it's the true. listeners, go and watch at the end of this podcast, you will have access to the 2017 Alchemy event. That's going to fill you in on everything else you need to know to help you to understand exactly what uh, Occupy the Getty is all about because repeating it's just a bit retarded. <laughs> It's like it's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, it does get pretty simple, huh? Yeah, you don't really have like, to think about. 
well, let me just, you know, here's the thing, though. It's like the whole, anytime you try to do something like this, especially if you're the enemy, if you're the enemy, you don't care. If you're, you're just going to manipulate people and you're going to say what they want to hear and you're going to do whatever you need to do to manipulate. And, and a we, but we got to try to do this with integrity, right? And so if we treat everybody like intelligent human beings that are educated and, and logical and we, we present them with our, our uh, case, we, we can only hope for so much, but then we have to, we're at their mercy. Uh, and, and here's the thing with this mission is this so beyond, like we said in the last show, people's ability to understand all the, the vast details and stuff. And we've been all trained to focus on the uh, lewd and, you know, entertaining stuff, you know, like the children getting molested, <laughs> but as opposed to the science or the advanced cultural stuff that's going on down there. Nobody talks about that. They just want to hear about what people are doing with their genitals. You know, it's like, but, and obviously the satanic stuff is a big, big part of it too. But again, we don't have time to teach you. We need you to get passionate about this stuff and just click, turn on the switch and, and want to use this and just have faith that this is really the only answer because what else is there? You know, there's yeah. really not that much to think about, right? There's really not that many options that we have right now. Like, uh, I, I can't name a single other person in the so-called truth community that has presented any other, any other options. Sure. We can go the route of teaching people how to reprogram their subconscious beliefs, but you know, 30% of them are going to be dead by the time we figure it, figure out how to get yeah. it. How to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't have any time. We so. can sit and complain about the, you know, health issues. Or, yeah. or we could try to stop it. So there's, I, this is, I wish there was somebody that had a good plan, but there really isn't. You know? And I have to say this. When it comes to dealing with people, the best thing to do is to not treat them in a dishonoring way, as stupid as you may discover they actually are. <laughs> but it's important to remember that everybody is actually only operating from a certain level of understanding and there's there's belief systems being protected and there's some people that are literally under hypnosis and i'm saying that from listeners that are like a lot of my friends that don't understand when when they when they try to communicate to someone you know the elites are trying to kill us like really like you can't not see that it, those people are literally in hypnosis when they shut off their televisions or they're, uh, I don't know if people still use iPods. They're still in a trance state after whatever information they've just taken in. So talking to them is as good as nothing. Like you could as well just be blowing air in their face and just yeah. open for the I want to share something with you that you might trip on. And that is, uh, you know, sometimes we do the the whole psychic thing where you I'm talking to somebody and they're channeling so-and-so and we're getting to talk to somebody who's dead, you know, I mean, that, that's one of the things that we do. And, uh, one time in particular, I was talking to my dad who died when he was 60 or something like that. But anyway, 
I was like giving him a little bit of a hard time because pot now is legal here and everyone knows that it cures cancer and all this stuff and it's being used, you know, sold for recreational use. And he was very against it and yada, yada. And we had our issues over that. And now I'm, I'm going to him like, Hey, ha, how about that? Cures cancer. Huh? I was right. Ha ha ha. And, and he basically said his response was, well, even though I know all these things because of, you know, being dead, right? I still cling. I know it's, I know this is true, but I still cling to the same ideas and feelings I had about the subject as I did when I was alive. So, so what, it, so the lesson there is, is that that's the nature of this uh, programming. Okay. It's so strong that, that when you make up your mind and you set your mind to some, something that you think is a uh, fact, you make it fact in your mind, you like, it's God's word. Then you take that with you to the grave and you cling to it, even though you know the truth, you're still going to cling to that. So, so that's, so I'm, I, I think there's a couple lessons here. One is that, your only opportunity to change that programming or to learn the truth or alter those feelings and those thoughts is while you're alive, because you're gonna, you won't be able to change it when you're dead. You might know better, but it'll be too late. So I guess that makes sense in a way, because if they claim that you, you live out whatever life this is and you die and, and you come back and then you're faced with everything that you didn't deal with that made that kind of made sense because it goes in with that theory a bit uh-huh. it sticks it sticks with you yeah that's interesting you take it home apparently something like that now re- re- reincarnation people don't believe in that but you know it's different it's different for different people I mean uh, I don't know have you ever talked to anybody about anything like that you ever talk about, about reincarnation? Yeah, you ever had the I opportunity am, to talk to any channels? I, I am 100% <laughs> in my own world when it comes to these kinds of things. I don't, I don't talk to that many people about it because my personal feeling is that it's real and as I read and as I meditate and ask for guidance and there's just this, this resonance that goes with this concept that, you know, you know, there's a resonance that truth lives on and you, it validates things for you if you ask the right questions. So I really do believe that um, reincarnation is real. And I think that, uh, there's people like Dr. Rick Strassman and stuff that were onto it with the DMT, the spirit molecule book and talking about reincarnation and stuff like that. I think that there is some validity to that. Perhaps, you know, there really just is a very short time frame between death and coming back dependent on your choices on that other side. Because I'm pretty sure that there could be potentially be, uh, spirits that choose to stay on that side for a bit longer than, you know, like how would I know unless I go there, you know, but I'm pretty sure well, that my grandmother died when she was 93 and she died after my father. 
And she's already back, supposedly living in Russia. She was born again in Russia here not too long ago as a girl. And uh, I think right you know, so, so she's like X number of years old right now, but she has no clue. But at the same time, you could still talk to her on the other side. Her spirit, you could communicate with the spirit of the person, and the spirit does. The person doesn't even have to know that you're communicating with them. You know, because you're communicating them with their uh, the same the soul that they bring with them through every every experience. Bizarre, huh? It's like you could be talking to somebody and they could be live or dead. It, it doesn't matter. My understanding of that is you can speak to just about anyone if you know which dimension you can go to to make contact with them, and that might be a, a little bit above the. Well, it's like uh, just it's 4D or 5D. It's kind of 5D, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know, right? I never asked. The only time I ever asked was when I was talking with Rambo. And, of course, he said he was, uh, what was it, 8D. But I the think way, everybody is like 5D. The way I do the way I understand things is that uh, I had to change my wording last minute there. <laughs> I'm not yet ready to say COVID. No, I was going to say I'm not ready yet to give up that information about myself. But the way that I understand things is that the 5D is where you would do that, like Uh what you said, and the 4D is where a lot of the other entities are at. Like exactly, yeah. Like when you want to go to like battle some entities to kind of help. That's 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 the 4D. Yeah, that's their turf. We don't want to go to 4D. They're trying to tell us that 4D is hip, and they're trying to make people go to 4D, but no, you don't want to go there. Yeah. So I think that's that's, kind of the transition. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you wake up in 4D, it's going to be like hell, and you're not going to like it. It's going to happen for a lot of people probably pretty soon. Well, that's that's my understanding as well, um, outside of any New Age connotations or explanations. It's that the uh, the frequency of everything has gone up, and so those who are actually awake in some way are going to move up, and then like the animals are going to come up. And I don't know; I'm still exploring that theory. Like the animals are going to come up from the second to yeah. the third, and and the animals are going to get but smarter. This is the thing. I kind of think that it doesn't happen like that. I kind of think they skip. Okay, you know, like how we skip from the three to the five. I think the animals go from the two to the four. Really? So the yeah. animals go to hell? <laughs> well, here it's not really hell per se. There's no, you know, a negative and positive connotation. For instance, think of how you see all these aliens, and they're basically derivatives of animals, reptiles, mm-hmm. right. insects, cats, dogs, etc., etc., etc. Horse constellation. There's a reason for that. That's the nature of the matrix. It skips these little levels. It's just like we don't go when we go the highest level. Well, we go before we go to God. Of course, we go to the where the ascended masters are. That's Jesus. That level five is heaven. Level seven, level six. Uh, we don't go to the angels. We don't become angels. Which is uh, uh, let's see. Eight, okay, <laughs> uh, we'll start from the guy. Seven is where God is, right? Uh, nine is where God is. Eight is the Holy Spirit. Seven is Jesus, uh, all the ascended masters. Then after that comes angels. That's six. And after angels comes comes uh, five, which is heaven, of course. And then four, which is hell. 
and then three, which is what we are on right now, and then two, which is animals, and one, which is rocks, minerals, and, and rocks, and yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so in other words, they'll we're more like we have closer to the rocks. Remember how it gets, we're like it's Adam was made from the the clay or the dirt. Mm-hmm. That's where we came from. And and if you want even more, when Jesus, when Lucifer was cast out of heaven, supposedly or whatever it was, he hid as rocks on earth. In other words, he went down to the lowest level and started over and worked his way back up. So so the very rocks are hell, which are heaven or Lucifer, which which would suggest that our matter has has that in us, which is true. See. But that's that that whole uh, well STO versus STS and spirituality or spirit versus physical. Okay, so rocks, of course, represent pure physical. That's the dark side, and then of course God is is pure spiritual. So it's a there's your yin and yang again, you know, and and so it's all it's moving from one side to the other. Obviously, we're graduating. So that you look at it sort of as if the dark side or Lucifer, whatever that character plays a role, you know, it's like we work our way up from these things, but back to this whole skipping thing, it's like the angels, what, what comes after angels? It's, it's like Holy spirit, you know, and we don't go from heaven to the Holy spirit and then to God, we go from heaven to God or we go from heaven to Jesus see and jesus doesn't graduate to become holy spirit jesus goes straight to god you know straight to number nine seven goes to nine it's just i mean everything eventually goes joins up but it's got this funky matrix thing that they sort of like skip levels so hey whatever but it's like it it's part of a control structure and this is why apparently the holy spirit is such an important uh part because the Holy Spirit is like the level, obviously, the closest to the very top, and it's the most physical level up there closest to the top. You know what I'm saying? In other words, it's like it's the last, it's the closest you could get to God and still have a little bit of something physical going on. But it, but so this is why God uses the Holy Spirit to facilitate all these things like mass change and and mass awakening and what have you. So in other words, what the Holy Spirit can do that is special is can supersede these different densities and can kind of jump around the matrix in ways that other entities, even Jesus, can't do. Okay. And and this is important for a lot of reasons. A, because it allows him or the entity with the holy what the holy spirit is which is of course multiple it's not just one entity it's multiple entities it's a it's a poly poly uh it's it's a multi individual uh multi level density that's what the holy spirit is but anyway so the holy spirit can do things like touch everybody at the same time this is not this is something angels can't do okay so like for instance when lilith got in the big fight with the angels uh, she had abilities from Lucifer or Satan or whoever it was that she was screwing to make the demons. And she could do things that the angels couldn't do because of their uh, restrictions from, because of the density that they came from them being level six densities. They were unable to deal 
with a uh, the level that Lucifer was was coming from, which, you know, for for whatever reason. And so, in other words, what what Lilith did was she cursed all the human babies. She said that uh, all she would be there basically to kill every human baby that was going to be born from from that point on, and that the only thing that could stop it was those two angels so she she burdened these two angels she tasked them with the with the uh duty of having to do this and the angels of course couldn't do that because they couldn't be in two places at the same time so so that's what it really boils down to is being is the ability to be in two places at the same time and and that's very difficult to do now god of course can do it jesus of course can do it but but to, in order to understand how that works, you have to understand that everybody is the same person. Okay. So it's only one consciousness, but it takes turns cycling through every single uh, person. So in other words, it's a recording that's playing over and over so many times, but it, it gathers it up by everyone experiencing the, the great consciousness experiences all this experience through everybody one at a time but to us it seems like it's all coherent it's all uh continuous linear okay but that's that's the nature of how that works but but yeah uh the holy spirit is is certainly able to do things that that angels can't do and this is why it's kind of a mechanical the holy spirit is kind of mechanical to be honest with you it's it's like a mechanism that God uses to deal out things, change, corrections, things like that. Make sense? That was such an interesting explanation. I definitely felt like <laughs> some, some things came together. <laughs> well, Rambo is Holy Spirit. He's part of that. Uh, at least that's what I was told by by Rambo because he said that uh, that on that level that all the entities are uh, multiple entities that are combined into one so there'll be several entities but each one of these entities will be like several entities combined into one so and when I say entities I mean individuals so like an individual personality like Jesus or Gandhi or Muhammad or, or Buddha or whoever you know that graduates up to this level will will combine to form one of these pillars I call them or elders which some people call them but uh, so anyway so that's what they are so there could be like 12 of these but each one will be comprised of many many souls combined into one and and the reason for this is because ultimately this is like the last step before they all combine into one source, which is source. See, so when the so not, yeah, so obviously so all the souls don't just go boom and combine into God. No, they start they start doing that near the top, and that's what the Holy Spirit is. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah. Um. So that kind of goes counter to the narrative that's <laughs> that's sold again like it's waking up people don't understand that that um you don't just wake up 
and then that's it. Like every single day, there's going to be something that questions what you heard the day before. And, you know, you have to keep your beliefs and your ideas and try not to form uh, rigid conclusions about things because that could change tomorrow. Like everything you know could just completely be gone tomorrow. So, there's So, so you got to watch that show, right? Uh, what was uh, Learning How to Learn. <laughs> My, a couple shows back, right? Learning how to learn. Yeah, learn how to learn. Yeah, this is exactly it. You gotta and learning how to learn consists of not hanging on to anything that you do learn because it's all just like yeah. like putty it's information. It's, it's yeah. malleable. It's uh, interchangeable, adaptable, flexible. And the more flexible a person is in their thinking, that like the harder of a time they're gonna have. Because, you know, like when you say something has to be this, that's, it's going to be the. All Sith-like. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the the problem in your life that you think that this thing should be exactly the way you need it to be. And that's just not the way the world is, is working. Um, So a lot of stuff, a lot, there's just pretty much everything is a narrative. So to wrap this up really quickly, well, everything that you explained made so much sense, but it goes against the narrative that we're fed in the uh, the so-called metaphysics world that says that these beings exist in quantum and they're everywhere all the time. And like, again, it's like, how could that really be true? Cause that would take a tremendous amount of energy to make that happen all at once. And I think that perhaps there's a bit more to it than just that. They're not I mean, like us. the concept that this universe is just like billions and billions of, of universes on top of each other. <laughs> It's all fractal and all that. Well, they can say that if they want. That's that's just a theory. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. That's just a theory. Unless you've been to every single universe, you know, prove me wrong. But um, <laughs> it's what they say. What they say. I think it's about, all the same one. You know, it, it could be. It could be. And yeah. um, I, it's what they're saying is that. Uh, the ascended masters and stuff like that all exist in this quantum space where they can go anywhere and be in multiple places all at once. And oh I, yeah, okay. Well, wow. Who makes this stuff up, right? Yeah, the cabal. That's like what we're we talking about, Mar- Marconi. That's that's uh, Marconic. What is it called? Yeah, let me hop into chat real Marconics. It's a Marconics. multi-dimensional ascension energy. Wait, let me, let me scroll up. I missed it. Wow, well, was that really that far up? Marconics. Yeah. Yeah, it, Marconics is a multidimensional ascension energy healing modality handed healing modality. down by spirit for the evolution of humanity, the human upgrade. Oh, human upgrade. We need to be upgraded. There's so much in that sentence that is needs to be picked apart. I mean, handed down by spirit. That handed down, that means to, to would suggest something physical. There was a physical transfer of something physical yeah, by spirit. Exchange of energy in some way that was yeah. exclusive to this person. Exclusive, yeah. Some gift for to this person, this woman. Which is never true, just for anybody listening. Obviously. Like, well, even if it was a hallucination <laughs> or, or, well, okay, let me just say this. Let's say that uh, for this, I mean, let's, let's, there's, you could make one change in this thing here that we're talking about and it would suddenly become legit. 
and that is take the money away, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because let's say this woman feels that she was given a vision by God and it was some healing modality. And I'll tell you, as soon as you hear someone say modality, you know they're fraud. You know, that's, that's like... I'll delete that from my language. Don't even say that <laughs> word. Modality. How about method? Okay, it's your method. It's not a modality. It's right. Like, but, uh, but yeah, if, if she was given a healing gift, you give it away. You know, you give it away. Yeah. Just like Jesus said, do as I have done. You know, he didn't charge people. He didn't charge people for healing. It's There's another guy. I don't know if you heard about it. His name's Gardino or Thomas Gardino or something like that. He fancies himself as some sort of a Tesla up there with Tesla. And he has some sort of a healing system based on Tesla. Now, I, that's sort of like this here, Marconi, Marconi, Tesla. That's sort of a, uh, obviously, they're borrowing the name Marconi here to suggest there's some sort of scientific base this shit, which right away should tell you if there's tools and technology or something, it's crap. You know, and how they're tying this into something that's supposed to be like Reiki, which in itself is a pure thing that's being kind of uh it's pure energy. Well, dirty, tarnished by some greedy, yeah, some greedy, egotistical so-called masters. But but like I was saying, this Gardino guy, he says that he's working with Scalar, which is essentially what Tesla does or did. And Scalar, of course, alters reality. Okay, it's it's capable of basically altering reality, which is what healing is it's altering reality all this stuff is altering reality and it uses scalar that's just the technical terminology for moving the chi around but the point is is that if you can truly remove some sort of toxin from a person like uh, you know the, the the rona or whatever stupid thing radiation, whatever, chemtrails, this kind of thing, you could do it for the whole world, for the whole world, you know, because like you said, it's a frequency. And, and by frequency, what we mean is it's a specific sine wave, okay? All the phenomena in the world or all the phenomena in our physical reality can be identified by a unique sine wave. So once you've been, and this is the nature of scalar, once you've been able to identify that unique sine wave, the fingerprint of whatever it is that that you're trying to isolate, you can negate it. You can remove it by introducing a counter sine wave. And this is basically what scalar is all about. I mean, scalar, of course, works in the 4D and it uses a scalar is basically what you take two of these sine waves and you cross them together and you create an interference pattern. Uh, this is kind of like when you're using an interferometer and you're using crossing laser beams, they'll create an interference pattern. And this interference pattern is information. And that information is scalar information. And it is the f- scalar fingerprint of this thing that you're trying to identify as reality. And this is this is how scalar weapons work. They're used. They use these certain sine waves that they're trying to that they can combine to alter some specific re- reality. In other words, if they want to cause reality to be 
uh, something to be destructive, they know a sine wave that will do that. But the same thing applies to this this medicine. Uh, when we meditate or we use our brains to do our healing, we do the exact same thing. Each lobe of your brain puts out an F, F, FM, okay? I mean, our bodies put out all sorts of frequencies, but the the brain will basically put out a signal coming from each lobe. And these signals will be polar opposite, okay? They'll be polarized. So one will be like this and one will be like this. And they combine out in front of your head, basically like this. And then once they do that, they create that scalar interference pattern, okay? And this is how you hook up to source. This is how you're, so, so this is your pinnacle of your, your, uh, your third eye, whatever it is, your, your crown chakra, your, your light pillar, okay? Now, so your light pillar is more than one thing. Yeah, there, there is a, 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 com, a combining of these sine waves coming out of your forehead about right here. And that technically is about the same thing as your light pillar. And if, and if you notice, like, for instance, when you're daydreaming or something like this, you might be driving or something, maybe you'll see streetlights turn off or, or some sort of activity from some sort of electronic device nearby you. And that's because you're generating the scalar signal that's, that's actually producing massive amounts of light. That's your glow. You know, this is this is a this really shows up, of course, in the 4D. But uh, the other thing that I'll just share with you real quick is that your cells vibrate. When I say vibrate, well, they really it's not really vibration; it's resonation. You know, a, a vibration is basically when something's going back and forth, up and down, up and down. Resonation is more like a heartbeat where something's expanding and contracting kind of like the earth expands and contracts or heart expands and contracts planets do that it's very this is a, the nature of energy uh your chi does that it's, you know black holes do that they, everything does that but your cells when your cells do that they produce a wave of light of of light okay the wave that comes off of this your cells from this resonation is coherent and it's visible. And uh, by coherent, I mean that the rays of energy, the direction that the energy travels is parallel, like the sun. The light coming off of the sun is coherent. The light coming out of a laser is coherent. All the rays are traveling on the same path. So for all intents and purposes, uh, as the light emanates from your cells, It'll be like coming off of a star where everything is perfectly coherent. So, so this is the glow. This is part of the glow that your body makes. That's, that's your bioluminescence right there. And uh, that's, that's part of your aura, uh, a big part of your aura. And, and, of course, it's the movement that causes that. You know, if you're dead, obviously, you're not causing that. You're not making that movement anymore. Uh, the same thing with with planets, and it's their movement is what causes them to have life, especially if they're moving through, because they have a field, of course, and they're moving through other fields. You know, smaller body moving past a larger body is going to 
uh, be energized the same way as if a rotor was turning in a uh, generator. It's the same exact thing, you know, or a motor, you know, it's the electrons will start moving. Same thing uh, with the, with the Rona, you know, this shit, this crap's got to be moving around to work, you know? And I'll tell you though, a lot of people are talking about what, what do they do now? Now that because of so many people running out, getting, getting infected with the, uh, the cure, uh, they're living with these people. Infected with the cure. Well, that's Infected a heavy metal band name right there. Yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> to me. This is Rodrigo. Whoa. I'm at the end of this life. Oh, geez. Hang on. <laughs> Somebody's telling chat. me they're dying here. Hang on. Hang on. Call me in a bit. On the air. On the air. I got, I'm, I do a lot of healing right now, okay? And this guy's not looking for healing, but these guys, let's see, what's he got? Palliative doctor decide, renal doctor, dialysis, evident departure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People I talk. Okay. Anyway, I got somebody dying here. They want some help, but, you know, what's new? I deal with that a lot. I dealt with a guy with cancer this morning. That's rough. I got people, I've got a couple people in the hospital dealing with the, uh, <clears throat> you know, stuff. And one of them's been in there. Well, let me see. One of them's been in there a couple of weeks now. And he's, he's, I don't, I don't have a lot of hope for him, but you know, you kind of know right away who's going to, who's going to make it, who's not going to make it. And, uh, but some people that get out after like, even over, they could be in the hospital the whole month to get out. Most of the people I deal with, they get, they get over, they get better, you know. So if you're not getting better, there's usually something wrong, you know. Something you got some bad karma or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're that's, talking about. I I, uh, I saw that, I saw that today, and I I was like, yeah, I better send some extra help that way. But then when I did, I could tell, you know, like what you just said, I could tell that perhaps that might not be his. Uh, Pass. Outcome that might not be his outcome. He might have to well, go that route, which is uh, unfortunate. You know, I talked to this one woman who I've known for a while, and she went full on Trump fanatic, hardcore, and she got sick, and now she's got her so-called husband feeding her homemade brews you know, from orange peels and grapefruit and what have you, BS, all this nonsense, you know, that people are talking about. And I'm, you know, I personally believe a lot of that stuff works, especially the uh, so-called horse, you know, drug. Ivermectin. (laughs) Ivermectin, yeah. I'm pretty sure that stuff actually works. But the thing is, is that I offered this woman healing and she said no. And she said, because every time she takes healing, she gets sick. But of course, what healing is she talking about? She's talking about these silly drugs that she's been taking. So I don't know. Um, I don't think she's going to make it. Well, I guess you just kind of have to release her belief system. She uh, obviously believes that somehow she's meant to suffer. I mean, that's the thing about healing. Like if it can be, if, if you can accept that it really works, it can be instant. And no, no problems. Never see it again. The thing with people is that I've found they have some kind of underlying 
need to be sick until so it comes a, right back. Was it that uh, Voltaire said, if you could make somebody believe in absurdities, you could make them commit atrocities? <laughs> right? So if you're a Trumper, I mean, like, for instance, this husband of hers is all into the Bitcoin and future wealth and all this BS. I'm thinking, what does he think he's going to get some poison in this woman and get some money out of her and buy Bitcoin or some crap? I mean, you know what I mean? It's like... Seriously, I, uh, th- that whole that whole Bitcoin world is another rabbit hole that has been created again as a control mechanism. And there, I believe that. In fact, I got to be careful how I use that B word. I don't believe this. I'm theorizing <laughs> that perhaps this is a way of shifting wealth into this digital system that goes along with the social credit system where you, you know, everything you do is now online. There's no more hand to hand cash and they can control your spending. So if you want to go get something and you are in their eyes, a bad behaved person like you and I, then you can't go and get (laughs) it'd be like trying to sign in to just to do this show. They maybe jump through all kinds of hoops and really screw with my computer. Just imagine it's like, Oh, You've been logged out. You know, you'll have to call customer service or some nonsense. You know, they'll, yeah, it's getting really bad. What are those things now? The virtual current, not the virtual currencies, but the virtual products are RPGTs or something like that. What, what are those? NFTs? NFTs? What, yeah. like the, is that the art thing you're talking about where it's like you buy these pictures and they're digitally encoded? Yeah. And and they make money somehow. Like fuck exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I play games, of course, computer games, and there's this new game out called Star Citizen. And in this thing, you it's incredible. I mean, the gra- you gotta have an incredible computer to play this game, but the thing is is that you buy these spaceships, and the cheapest one is like forty something US dollars. And they go up really expensive. I mean, these things could go up to like a million dollars, but each one of these NFTs is, these spaceships is an NFT. And when you put up the money to buy this thing, you're not buying anything. They call it a, a pledge or something mm-hmm. like that. To make it less, <laughs> less like, like well, <laughs> well, yeah, less threatening. But I think it has to do with, should somebody say, well, I want my money back because you never delivered my product. There's no, yeah, right? You can't refund a donation. You can't refund a pledge. Exactly. So you have to make it a donation of, yeah. of some crazy thing like that. But then we've got uh, Zuckerberg coming out with this metaverse. And mm-hmm. more and more of these corporations are trying to come up with this NFT nonsense. And they're hoping that they can get so... The people, you know, the the mob that's, uh, you know, the, the zombies that are so connected to the Facebook and such, that they'll they'll buy into this and it'll be some sort of a virtual reality slash Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, you name it. You'll just be there all the time and you'll be living your little character and it'll it'll be purchasing NFT clothing and NFT possessions and NFT cars and who knows what and, People will, I mean, I could see sinking a lot of money into it. This is, this, they're trying to turn this into the next economy. And of course, it relies on stupidity, right? And people that are using credit, uh, social credit cards and digital currency, whatever. But it's pretty evil. I mean, it's like, oh my God, it's like, it, it, it seems like a natural extension of the 
the zombie mentality that we're going to have going on here after everybody gets their cure, their, their, their sticky stab. Whatever. Sticky stabby. Yep. Sticky stabby. Stabby sticky. Needle thing. That in itself is another thing. I have another theory on that. I really do. Like you can tell if you're, especially if you're an, an energy worker of some kind, you can tell who's been vaccinated. Oh, and yeah. who hasn't? Well, I shouldn't say vaccinated because it's not a vaccine. Bad Who's bad had the sticky yeah. stabby? The sticky stabby. Yeah. The sticky stabby. The, uh, the CRISPR, the CRISPR tech. They yeah. The, CRISPR tech. the sclera, the whites of their eyes, turns gray if they've had the real sticky stabby. If you've had the placebo sticky stabby, then nothing happens. My theory is that Maybe that's how that's they're getting why they, they keep having to get people do it over and over because the idea is that it's a roulette thing. And they keep telling themselves, well, only a couple of these things are uh, nasty. Some of them are real and some of them are placebo. But if you keep doing it, your odds that everyone's going to get something nasty go up. And it's like Vegas or something. Well, I I hear you on that. That's definitely a part of it. But for me, what I'm sensing is that perhaps it it takes a long time to produce that many vaccines Mm, of any kind. And yeah. so it, doesn't it take like 12 years or something like that to yeah, produce enough yeah. vaccines? Well, it's not to... just the, de- the de- not just the development, but even the manufacturing. And of course, you know, this is one of those things you're not supposed to say that'll get you uh, deleted everywhere. But, you know, <laughs> oh, well. the Fauci guy came in and out and admitted that China provided them with the exact uh, DNA code that they needed to produce the vaccine, the, oh, I'm sorry, the uh, so-called anti-code, you know, the, <laughs> you know, so it's like, and, you know, the whole thing is, is that whoever, who was it that, that, uh, that said, or who was it that was allowed to decide that altering DNA permanently in a human being was somehow a good thing for any reason whatsoever? I mean, that this is mind boggling. You know, right. and and when they call it shedding, they go, "Oh, shedding, shedding." The, f- first of all, when they squirt this little tiny bit of these lipids, which are these things that penetrate your cells, in this case, starting out with the cells of the bacteria in your gut, what happens? They reproduce. They reproduce in the cells that they penetrate. They they create brand new mr marker RNA that comes out of the cell and travels to another cell. And it's only logical that during that process that some of that mucus that it uses to transport from one cell to another is going to be sneezed out of your nose into your partner's face or some of their mucus in your body fluids. You're going to be going down on your partner and getting a mouthful of body fluids, and you're going to be sucking up their lipids, which are going to go right into your gut bacteria, which is where this stuff works. Right. And so that goes along with another theory that it's the ones who've had the sticky stabby that are contagious. It's not the the non-sticky stabbed. <laughs> it's the... Yeah. Well, it's a fact that they're the ones that are spreading it. It's a fact. It's like they, you just can't dispute it. Now, the numbers are so ridiculous. Like in Israel, you get countries that are completely, you know, almost completely inoculated. And they're getting everything left and right. But all the, everybody knows that all the new cases and all the hospitalizations are coming from people that have gotten stuck. But they'll talk about the people that aren't getting stuck. But there's plenty, you know, there's plenty of crap being dumped out from airplanes. 
And, and, you know, it's like today I posted a, just for giggles, a list of all the bio scientists, the uh, biochemists that were killed. Oh, that. I wanted to talk about that because there's a PDF or something in here. Yeah. In it's 43 pages of, of dead scientists, you know, all within a short period of time, all within a field that's kind of related to the stuff we're talking about right now. And, the one that's most important that I keep bringing up is this Russian dude, a defector who oh. died in mysterious circumstances, but Vladimir. he was the one who he figured out how to put the stuff in the chemtrails. So this is Vladimir Pesechnik. Is that how you say yeah. it? 64 uh-huh. years old. Okay. So it says right here, world-class microbiologist and high profile Russian defector. Defected to the United Kingdom in 1989, played a huge role in Russian bio-warfare and helped to figure out how to modify cruise missiles to deliver the agents of mass biological destruction. So this background... I.E. chemtrails. <laughs> founded Regma Biotechnologies Company in Britain, a laboratory at Porton Down, the country's chem bio-warfare defense establishment, Regma currently has a contract with the U.S. Navy for the diagnostic and therapeutic treatment of anthrax. <laughs> Circumstance of death. The pathologist who did the autopsy and who also happened to be associated with Britain's spy agency concluded he died of a stroke. Uh-huh. Details yeah. of the post-mortem were not revealed at an inquest in which the press was, the press was given no prior notice. Colleagues who had worked with Pasechnik said he was in good health. Of course. <laughs> you, you know what causes a stroke? The stuff they put in those chemtrails. I believe it, man. I believe it. Yeah. And, and uh, fortunately, fortunately, the chemtrails thing hasn't been big here yet, but it started. It started, and it's, really? it only started, and you know, here's where I go now talking about the politics of this country. It started when this particular prime minister got into office. And, and I've always known there was something spooky about her since I was a kid. Cause I had to, I wrote some silly ass uh, poem when I was eight years old and she was the minister of education at that time. And she had to come and present it to me. And I remember there was something that really stuck with me. I like, I can still see that image in my mind's eye. It, at will and feel that feeling I felt that there was something dark about her. So anyways, she has sucked on the government's teats to get to that position. And uh, without getting too political, because I have no real opinions on it. I just think she's a criminal. She's highlighted in the mainstream media a lot, like on CNN and stuff, whenever there's a, a, a grouping, a gathering of them, like the G20 or the World Health or anything like that. She's w- walking down the the fucking she's a poster child, huh? the carpet holding Joe Biden's hand. And it's, a, you know, everybody's clapping worldwide. Oh, look at that. Prime Minister Barbados and United uh, States of America. Like, rising happy. star. Huh? Like, yeah. And so that to that in itself tells you the level of of corruption it tells you what kind of darkness she really represents (laughs) and that kind of stuff only started when she got in here so it's a it's a common thing now where the chemtrails have showed up they also have the contrails and um right before there's any strange weather there they are (laughs) pretty pretty wicked huh you you have to be you have to be really wicked to do that 
and that and then you got to be pretty stupid not to see it too that's yeah. crazy that's the worst part <laughs> i could or, understand the wickedness care, yeah? yeah but you know all these years people that's the thing it's like it's like i was saying in the last show you want to get upset now about what they're they're forcing on you but after all these years they've been poisoning you in the skies and you never said a word yeah you know you didn't have any right to say anything about that. And if you did, you were crazy. Yeah. So it's like, when, when are you going to grow a pair? And, you know, it's like, how far back do you need to go to where you should have grown a pair? We've, we've all got those places. It's like in the, in the United States, in 1908, when they started the federal reserve, why didn't the country grow a pair and stop that from happening before our money was destroyed? You know, why didn't we do this? Why didn't we do that? You know, why don't we stop the Rothschilds before they became the problem that they are today, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's this whole go along to get along ideal that people come up with that they learn it's in school. Polite yeah. society. Everyone's programmed to be, oh, we're all polite humans. We're all civilized. Why would we do that? Why would a civilized person like me do a thing like that? That's not civilized. We're all civilized here, right? Yeah. You know? So let me yeah. highlight some stuff that was happening in the group. Um it was this one guy that got arrested and got censored? Like he can't post anything on social media. Is, is his name Lee or something? Yeah. Um, let's see. There's a guy in uh, Newcastle, Northeast Britain over there. And uh, one of his uh, comrades was leading, a, leading a bunch of people who were organizing protests at some of the uh, inoculation sites or what have you, just trying to educate people doing whatever, who knows what he was doing. But he, they did it enough to get in trouble. I guess they had a protest, and he was cited as the leader of the group for not having provided a proper safety assessment prior to the thing happening. So, I mean, this was some sort of a bureaucratic nonsense, like, oh, well, you know, polite society, if you're going to have a protest, you must make sure it's safe for all the participants and follow the, file the proper paperwork, which is – so, yes, he was charged – for not following up with the uh, proper bureaucracy, which is, you know, fabricated BS nonsense that now, they now, created. You can to have a little protest, protest, but you have to yeah. get our permission. Oh, we have no problem with your protests, but to be civilized, you must provide this. It's just for safety. It's just for safety. For the, It's for the children. That's Protect okay. Everyone. You can have your little shit fit, but you got to ask us first. <laughs> So, so I'm just saying, you know, if if they banned this guy, if this guy has a following, if he's been, you know, he's got a certain number of people behind him now, and and he's like publicly can't say certain words or he can't produce any content that they'll be watching, of course, that would suggest uh, that he's still fighting the same battle. They'll they'll arrest him, you know. They made this a a condition of his bail. You know, so in other words, they they took him in and arrested him for some nonsense, but then they they gave him really harsh restrictions on the conditions for his bail. So that's where they get you, which of course he agreed to because he wanted to be bailed out. Well, anyway, so now that he's got these restrictions, he needs to stop talking about the the Rune and start talking about Occupy the Getty because that's a weapon that actually hurts these people 
And, and if we could convince all these little individuals with all their egos out there that they need to stop thinking they know what the best solution is and, and pay attention to what I'm trying to tell you to do, if they, a small portion of the people out there that are angry did this, we'd win this battle really quick. That's really the simple way of putting it. I, th- I think... I think that Occupy the Getty appealed to me when I first heard about it from your your uh, person, colleague. I don't know what I don't know what relation they are to you um, on, on Instagram. The person that found me. Uh, um, I'm not on Instagram, so I have no clue. Yeah, I think it's somebody that's in your group. They probably just po- post like your um, they screenshot your Twitter posts and all kinds of different things, and they oh, post uh-huh. it and and they go only Occupy the Getty's real. <laughs> It's true. So basically, they parrot everything that you say, which is you know, which that's is good. Which was one way of getting people it out doing. So, yeah. And so you know, protesting is pushing against something that has a tremendous amount of energy, and you're not going to get anywhere trying to push it up. It's going to be like Prometheus, basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, so, but uh, what I wanted to educate the listeners on is an egregore. A lot of people aren't aware of what an egregore is. So that's eg. R-E-G-O-R. And so an egregore is an energy structure that's built around a collective belief system, essentially. And uh, let's see, you can find a clear definition if you really want to know what this is. An egregore can be found in a book called Reality Transurfing by Vadim Zeland. I think he's a Russian. But that's one of those books that's really hard to find because it, ha- it has the truth in it. So Amazon doesn't really want you buying that. Um, there's another one called Egregores. The that's the occult, that's like uh, making occult, a reality with a best perceived concept, right? Yeah. So it's basically like what they're doing with the sticky stabby. They create a belief system around it. They have all these details that are open ended that don't make any sense, and and people buy into it, and so they feed this energetic structure, and it becomes something that. If you try to push against it, you will be met with a tremendous amount of resistance and you have to find simple but quiet ways of getting around it that is actually going to be like pulling the cornerstone out, uh, which is Occupy the Getty. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah. The, well, you know, the uh, I think the, the analogy that I used in the show the other night last Thursday was was the best. And that is this is a battlefield that they created. Yeah. You know, I, I think of like, for instance, um, when the Romans or uh, Boudicca, you know, a Celt warrior was fighting against the Romans. She wasn't the greatest le- uh, general, certainly a tactician. She was a great leader and motivator, but the Romans basically lured her forces into a field of battle where they knew exactly what they were doing and they had, the best positions and they were, you know, tactically superior, you know, even though they were inferior, you know, inferior numbers, they had, they picked a location where they could funnel them in, you know, and take advantage of them, uh, in their disarray. And of course it worked and, and she was defeated. And this is the same thing is that they're doing with us now with this stupid disease or it's like, it's, it's all bullshit. It's all contrived. 
and it's it's a, it's a tool that they're using against us, and we're flailing against the tool when we won't use our own tools and weapons that we have uh, to stop them. You know, we the Occupy the Getty is is a a poison dagger that's that's aimed right for their heart, and all we have to do is pick it up and use it. Yeah, and they're I, just waiting for us to do it. The one thing I wanted to say about Occupy the Getty is that it's it's so relevant especially right now with everything that's going on with this Ghislaine Maxwell fake trial. <laughs> um, it, did I just say that live on uh, Yeah, I did. It's the Ghislaine oh, no, Maxwell I, fake like, trial uh, fake because house, everybody is going to be rallying around their, their hypnosis devices, their military programming devices in their something. houses and going, yay, justice for justice for the child rapist. And, then nobody's going to go further than that. They're not going to ask. So wait, what happened to the, the thousands of kids that were implicated in, in this thing? Like, nope, it's going to stop. CNN's going to change yeah, that's it. the that's focus. It. All that. All that. The hypnosis goes to hypnotizing them about something else. And everybody forgets and they assume justice has been served. She's going to go to prison. Same thing as Epstein. She lived the life in prison until they fake take her out. And, you know, there you go. Well, yeah, allegedly <laughs> pretend to take her out. But, you know, the uh, Trump, though, you know, you can't Trump. My God. I mean, look at what he's done just this week. Trump has completely come out and endorsed vaccines and said they're the greatest and God's gift to Earth and everything else. And that he's responsible and he should get all credit for inventing them. And this kind of <laughs> BS. He's completely screwed with his his core base. And then at the same time, of course, the Maxwell trial comes out and we find out that Trump was on the Lolita Express at least six times yep. that, that they that they wrote it down that nobody knew about. And, and and on top of that, the silly Maxwell trial, the little girl, the Jane Doe that took Elaine, that Maxwell, she she had a lawsuit out against Trump and Epstein. She all these girls, there were at least 40 different girls children, and it wasn't just girls, it was little boys too, that had lawsuits uh, against these two, uh, and not just one, but both of them. So in other words, if they could finally, after all these years, get a conviction of this woman for this little sideline extraneous involvement in the whole illicit affair, who's going to go, wait a minute, she was assisting this other guy and Trump, you know, doing this and everyone's going to overlook that the one guy's dead and the one guy's not in press, you know, not president anymore, but it's like, Oh my God, how could they not go after him? It's it's. And of course, like you said, just like all these BS trials, take your pick. It doesn't matter what the scandal is and the trial that follows it. All they do is gather up all the evidence they can. And then they lock it away. They suppress it. And and all the guilty parties that were involved that that never see justice are completely protected from that point on. Yeah, and and with Trump, they can't touch him because he's in bed with the mafia and the CIA and all these other yeah. people. And yeah, it's like so, so it's like, all all the big same funnels money into this stuff. So like people that really it, okay, let's just be real about this. The number of critical thinkers on this planet is probably about. 150 people. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, a mass overgeneralization. But there, you can tell 
who's a critical thinker based on what they get involved with mentally. Like if you believe Donald Trump has anything good to offer what the fuck are you thinking about? Uh, <laughs> if you think that there's a, 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 a sticky stabby that's gonna solve the problems of a, a virus that just came out of nowhere, then when, when do you make time for yourself to critically think? You know, there's all these different things are happening, and and it just shows. We shouldn't even call it a virus, though. You know, I mean, right? I, we know I, we know that you're, if the vaccine's not a vaccine, the virus isn't a virus. What is it? It's it's mRNA. It's some yeah. piece of mutant DNA that has penetrated your body and gotten it penetrated your cells. I mean, it, it, that's not how a virus works typically. Right. You know, it's, this yeah. is a, a virus doesn't cut your DNA and change your DNA and then go mutate and send little lipitoids or whatever with, with marker DNA and repeat the process. And the, the biggest thing, and of course, People who are never going to believe it because their brains can't comprehend the technology necessary to do this is that all of this is delivered via nanobots. Yeah. That self assemble and self replicate. And they all run off of RFID or, or the, the power of your cell phone or the signal of your Wi Fi or whatever. And these things will, will, they're little robots that will replicate in your body. And people, it's like, oh, that is insane. That is a conspiracy. You've got to be just absolutely high to be thinking this. And yet, anyone who follows uh, microphysics or, or uh, you know, the uh, chemical, what is it, the biochemistry, knows that they've been taking DNA and proteins and various different things and making nanostructures and, and microscopic, very complex structures. And these things have gotten to the point to where they're actually able to make self-replicating delivery devices to deliver these little doses of DNA directly to a cell. They will actually land on a cell, squirt that little little piece of uh, not COVID, but uh, CRISPR technology juice into your cell, and it will attach, it won't, it'll go up and down your DNA. It'll find a sequence on your DNA that it's looking for, and it will just glob itself around that little part of the DNA, and it will cut it and splice in a little small segment of non-human DNA that you were not born with. And from that point on, that cell and the cells, the uh the, the DNA that that cell reproduces and the cells that the cells split and reproduce will be corrupted. will have that altered DNA structure. It's, yeah. it's absolute. It's, it's horrendous that anyone would think that your DNA is wrong, that, that something could come along that would, that you would have to modify your DNA in order to prevent it's horseshit. And it's just like I said, Fauci, he comes out and says, oh, we could make these vaccines really quick because we had 
we had the marker DNA already given to us by the Chinese. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. What are you talking about? It's like, how convenient is that? And then it's like you said, to distribute the doses, to have the doses, you can't make that many doses. You can only make a dose, one dose every second, apparently, these these companies. And, and if you do anything, you try and do anything millions and millions of times, let alone hundreds of millions or billions of times, you'll know you just can't speed that up. And even if you took all the pharmaceutical companies in the, the United States or the world and you multiplied them 10 times, it would still take 10 years to make all the doses that they somehow magically came up with in a matter of no time, you know? So it's like, obviously they've been, they've been stockpiling this stuff forever. Yeah. But you know, again, (laughs) here we've got like Bill Gates, an idiot that, that, that basically that quit Harvard, you know, to sell operating systems for computers trying to tell or act like he is the savior of the world when it comes to vaccines, when he's flat out been saying for the last 20 years that he wants to kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is that, and this is the, the, the weird part is that here he is this, this Uber nerd character. And yet he is a Chabad Jew. But if you look at him, you'll think, well, there's nothing religious about this guy whatsoever. I've never seen him with a yarmulke or talking about uh, Moses or anything like that. He sure doesn't look religious to me, but that's the nature of these dudes. They're yeah. not religious at all. These They're fucking, Satanists. These fucking non-critical thinking assholes are like, oh, yeah, Bill Gates is such a good guy. He still takes time to wash his own dishes. He's so humble. He wants to kill us all. Well, what the fuck is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, we are dog turds to this guy. There's literally a book by uh, this woman, Vandana Shiva. It's called Oneness Versus the 1%, where she exposes what he did and uh, fucking Fuckerberg did in India with the Monsanto and the genetically modified seeds, trying to steal all the farms yes. and replace their seeds. And it was a big court case and stuff, and they got actually got oh. charged for it in another fake yeah. trial. And well, yeah, yeah, they, they, they so sold them the uh, the the crop the seeds that were worked with the gliophosphate. And then when they they started starving because their crops weren't working, they just drank the gliophosphate and killed themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people, the average person doesn't know that is something that happened and is happening and. You know, the guy washes his dishes every night, so he's so humble and he can well, possibly do anything. That's again, anything. you know, back to Dr. Hadagetti. <laughs> uh, when you really get down to it, there is no aspect of this society that hasn't been corrupted by this systematic evil, and there's no way that it could be sustained. I mean, obviously, we don't go want to go back to the Stone Age. And I'll tell you something like, for instance, People say, oh, I keep on getting, you know, blah, blah, blah. How's that going to work? I'll tell you one of the things that we're going to do when, if, and when we do take over, we're not going to go immediately release all the criminals from prison. No, we're going to make sure that we don't let all the murderers out. Obviously people that are, that shouldn't be in there. That's, that's one of the main things that has to, during a transition that has to be dealt with is the, the, the criminal system. I mean, uh, the loss is like, we talk about these, these courts and how corrupt it is. Yes, they are corrupt, and that means that we have to look very closely at everybody that's incarcerated. Were they there, you know, for the wrong reasons? I mean, obviously, 
we don't need anarchy. We, we can't have a situation where we take over and all of a sudden uh, the lower levels of society start running amok and trying to kill people. Certainly, that's the thing about Occupy the Getty is that the intention is to do it with such overwhelming spiritual force and basically Jedi force that would allow us to use magic, if you will, to overcome their power with, with, uh, with Jedi-type skills. And naturally, this is going to be needed to, to keep people that would uh, go against the, the better good in line. You know, obviously, everyone's family, all the humans that are going to have to be treated well. But it's the same thing like everyone wants, they think, well, all these pedos and guys that we're going to be arresting and what have you, they all need to be executed. No, they don't. They need to be treated like family members and like humans, and they need to be treated with respect. And, and, but they also, uh, we can't do what's fair. We certainly can't treat them in, as, as horrible as they deserve. We have to be better than that. But we also have to have enough power to make sure that they will never cause any problems and they will be uh, not reproducing. But yeah. the same goes to say with even lesser people, lesser criminals that maybe aren't pedophiles, but they could be robbers or, or uh, who knows what. But those people will still need to be also imp- impressed upon with the power of, of the new sheriff so to speak i agree with you there anybody can come back from anything at any time and learn to behave differently it's just that the education system is what creates these criminals it's what creates that level of uh desperation or you know whatever lower emotional thought patterns that these people get into that they decide that doing something criminal is a good idea and then there's people who get locked up for you know doing the right thing or they're just minding their own business and they get locked up. People get sent to jail for all kinds of silly reasons. And uh, it's those people that you can, you can work with to get them to become functioning members of society. It's everybody uh, has greed issues to some degree. Right. And, and they've got ego issues and the dark side preys on that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people who are abusing the system and stealing, and a lot of times it, it's not just because they've got, you know, self-esteem issues, but it's because they've got uh, some serious greed problems. Fear. <laughs> I've, uh, never, I've never seen it. I've never looked energetically to see what's going on above a prison, but I bet you that's a haven for loose right there. Big time. Uh, uh, so mind control, mind control is the name of the game with this whole thing. Every industry, you know, everybody, everybody kind of knows about the music industry and the, and the Hollywood woke people. You use that term, actually. I stole that from you, the Hollywood woke. <laughs> everybody knows about that. And they, you know, they kind of scoff at it. You're like, oh, you know, Hollywood controlling us, MK Ultra, whatever. And then they go back to watching their movies, but that's all siphoning away of the energy from people and, and in training them to carry out instructions, essentially. Uh, and you, stuff, you have stuff like religion that we, uh, you know, we get controlled by 
all kinds of religions and a lot of people don't understand how far back this goes that religion really was meant to be a control mechanism a form of mind control and even jesus said when he said forgive them for they know not what they do he was basically hinting they're all under mind control the romans are doing this uh you know i don't have a choice here they're all under some kind of a spell some kind of mass hypnosis and um yeah, at least that's just my interpretation. I'm probably wrong about that. But, well, yeah. no, I mean, uh, I think it's like when we were talking earlier about what it's like when you take your 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 notions to the grave with you and how they stick with you, even though you learn the truth, those ideas that you have still stick with you. Mm-hmm. So, so ultimately, that's that's the same thing. We you have to change those ideas while you're still alive. So, punishing somebody and killing them isn't really fixing anything yeah right. it's not <laughs> they're gonna come back and their souls are still gonna have the same idea yeah and so what's the deal with this new truth platform that trump is coming out with it's got control and money yeah but what else well it's a it's it's really a pump and dump sure he wants to have some sort of a ego platform and he wants to tr- come up with something that he can use to help him become president again and and control his followers you know that's a big control thing but at the same time i think trump really knows he's screwed that's kind of why he's he sunk his own boat with that that whole vaccine thing uh, because that's all part of the pump and dump once you get it all set up you don't really have to deliver. You've you've collected a whole lot of money. And the thing about the CPAC or the SPAC or whatever it is that he used to create this uh, this this so-called entity, he used a type of uh, money making money raising scheme that basically raises a whole lot of money for something that's not happening or hasn't happened or may never happen. That that's the nature of this vehicle that he used, this money making vehicle. And if you look at the people who are the principals, uh, he's, yeah, sure, he's one of them, but there's other people who are even larger principals. And so, you, you know, it's, it's, it's a mafia thing. And as with, uh, as with any pump and dump, you're basically going to get a whole bunch of loyal followers in there and you're going to take their money and then you're not going to deliver the product and you're going to take the money and run. And that's, he's done that several times, you know, every time he, uh, declared bankruptcy that was a pump and dump and uh he's surrounded by fraudsters that have done ponzi pump and dump schemes quite a bit you know so so ultimately no matter what he does yeah it's going to have an impact on the uh, uh the narrative but it's mostly just a vehicle that he can use uh to crash and take the money and run yeah Got to be doomed if you ask me. Uh, I'm I'm looking at this. Cynthia's running amok over here in the. What is that? What's going on? Yeah, you see that? I've got it. I've got it uh, hovering over a couple of messages I want to talk about here. Oh yeah. I wanted to cycle back to the Hollywood woke thing because that right now where I'm at in the chat is uh, a picture of Joe Rogan and this bald Anton Lavey looking. Yeah, I think that's Anton LaVey's kid or something like that. Yeah. Supposedly. Joe Rogan's more disinformation, more of the fake woke community. Yeah, well, obviously, Joe Rogan is certainly one of them. Yeah. Uh, 
we, we know that. I mean, one of the really turned me off about Joe Rogan is when he started talking crap about chemtrails. You know, everyone thought, oh, he's all he's all woke because he's talking about DMT. Oh, spirit molecule and all that. Wow. We need to. He's not just some stupid guy from a, a WW. What is it? Not WW. You know, UFC. Know UFC. Yeah, UFC. Yeah. He you sells know. himself as being woke these days, and I, I, I've been watching him. I, I, he was one of the people I wanted to watch. Not that I say I was looking, looking at his shows for information. Don't bite my keyboard, Shiloh. Sorry, my dog's going crazy. Oh, well, must be hungry again. Is um, it that time? Oh, look at that. It is time to eat again. We did it again. Well, we're so late starting, huh? Yeah. He, um, yeah. Kitty feeding time for you. So, Joe Rogan, I, I was checking him out, watching to see what he would say, and he got he got the the virus. Oh yeah, and uh, then all of a sudden he was against the sticky stabby, and then yeah. very quickly in a short space of like two weeks, all of a sudden he went and he got the sticky stabby. He did. I thought he did the ivermectin, and that was what happened to him. Yeah, he, he did. There. But then he went and he got it, and he just very casually, in you know, he was so openly against it and then very casually on side it was a good idea huh? and he's like and, and he, the way he did it, he was like oh yeah I, I went and i got the shot yeah and then he changed topic very quickly sure he, did. Sure <laughs> he did i got the placebo i mean i got the yeah, yeah so he, he's just more disinformation to try to get people to follow the agenda and i've been watching i've been watching out for him for a long time and just like this motherfucker, he is telling lies. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty bad. He needs to go back to uh, UFC and stick out of the uh, stay out of the public arena. And it, like I was talking about Twitter, he's like one of those people who you should follow, Joe Rogan. If, screw that, you know. My God, yeah, I yeah. follow that guy. Think for yourself, man. Yeah, be a critical thinker. All right, we should go feed animals, man. Yeah. Uh. I don't think I really had but anything else to. Yeah, I don't think I really had anything else that was super important. I was just wanting to cover those things in the chat, and we and you always read my mind, which was right. about the dead scientist and the the shedding thing, and we can always do this again. So for some reason, we talk for like two three. Hours. I know, but to, I know, but to, today they made it difficult. I swear. I don't even know what right. time it is. Yeah, well, let me see. What do we do? We've been on here for an hour and a half at least. Like an hour that. and a half. Yeah, well, it's yeah. Four, four, yeah, it's almost five o'clock. So, yeah, we've been going at it for an hour and 45 minutes. So almost two hours. All right, yeah. dude. Wrap All it right. up, man. So, yeah, let's wrap it up. I uh, I wanted to ask you some other questions about, like, Intertel and that kind of thing. But oh, yeah. we can Next do time. that later. Next time, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways... Um, it's just as well we're wrapping it up now because I am going to splice that alchemy event on. That's like an hour and a half. All right. Well, thanks for being on. Catch you later, man. All right. Adios. Peace. This has been another episode of the Boundless Authenticity Podcast. Stay updated by clicking the subscribe button and follow on Instagram at Jahan Sator. J-E-H-A-N-S-A-T-T-A-U-R. As always, love and blessings, and thanks for listening. I'm really excited to introduce a, a longtime friend. The first time I spoke, I was speaking with him as another whistleblower in Orange County, and we were talking about deep underground military bases, and 
uh, Stephen Kelly. You can see him on Press TV and on RT News a lot, breaking the, you know, he was right on top. They're already trying to change what he brought out on Press TV, that it was the, you know, um, Intel, the Blackwater, that calls themselves uh, the Craft now, I guess. Well, they changed their name so many times. Yeah, in San Bernardino, the shootout. And then they're trying to say, oh, yeah, look, this is the guy that sold them the weapons, and this is... No, this is... He had it down. He knew he, he had all the information. He knew he showed the fake bullet holes and the stickers and even the Hollywood sticker packet number, and he knew, he knew exactly what was uh, wrong with it. And now we have... Uh, and then it was on truthcatradio.com, and he's doing his own, you know, he got tired of um, the other radio stations and he wanted to do it his way and, and he's doing it the right way, Truth Cat Radio. So um, I'm proud to announce my friend Stephen Kelly. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Eric, thank you. <sighs> Eric, 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 thank you, Eric. <laughs> oh, you guys, first of all, I got to say, you have no idea how special you are for being here. You, you know that, right? Okay, I was going to say, you are of the, you're of the, so intelligent for, can, I want to congratulate you for being here, okay? And, and you guys listening too, but seriously, but you guys that are here right now, obviously this is uh, for you. <sighs> okay, now I did this about five years ago, a little over five years ago, last November with David. It was the first time I did it, it came out of nowhere, right? And I was arguing with him over some thing about Nazis or something. He goes, oh, you should come and be on my show. Da, 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 da. So I come on there and I unload about the Getty. Okay. How many people have heard about the Getty story? First of all, how many people even know who I am? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, you know, there's a good reason why you don't know who I am. They like it that way. There's, you should know who I am. There's a lot of, you really should know who I am. In fact, I'll just give you an example. I'm going to jump right into the hardcore stuff, but I'm just going to say a couple other things first, and that is, is that uh, the first time I did this, I didn't really worry so much about sounding crazy, right? I mean, the, the only thing I said crazy is I referred, you know, crazy, right, crazy. Um, I talked about Billy Meyer, okay. Oh, yeah, I was just dealing with Billy Meyer. Okay, that's part of my resume, okay. I first, as a, you know, fresh out of high school, I got involved in electro-optics. I was a big, you know, whoop-de-boop in electro-optics, lasers, all that stuff. Got involved with the CIA. This was during Iran-Contra and all, or not Iran-Contra, that was way before that, but, um, and then got involved with the NSA. I didn't know it was the NSA. I thought it was the CIA, but it was the NSA. All, it turned out it was Ollie North. Okay, I was, I was building weapon stuff for Ollie North, and it was going to Nicaragua for the Contras, and, and it was making its way to uh, the Desert Storm and all those things that were going to come along. Anyway, nasty, nasty business, and I had a big wake-up, okay, in that process. Yeah, that was where I had the big wake-up. Like, oh my God, we're not the good guys. We're not that bad, but the other guy, the bad guys aren't so, aren't so bad. And that was the big wake-up. We all have big wake-ups. Um, but I got involved with the UFO stuff uh, shortly after the NSA stuff. And of course, when you get involved in that, you're getting tons of surveillance. Okay, the, they're all over you. And, and as, as soon as they're all over you, you know you're onto something. Okay, and I was very heavy into semiconductors and research and microphotolithography and all this crazy stuff. 
and also uh, I was inventing processes involving silver. And I'm going to get into all this crazy stuff, but bottom line, I had men in black in my garage checking out my stuff. It, it, you know, it was, it was hardcore. I was playing with crystals and silver and, and, and you know, talking to Billy Meyer and they were freaking out, you know, but it, the rabbit hole goes deeper and deeper and deeper and I'm going to go deep, real deep for you, I promise. <laughs> I don't think of any, there's any rabbit holes deeper than the one I'm going to go down tonight, but, um, and I don't care, nobody's going to stop me too tonight because there's nobody there, we'll keep running, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're going to talk about the Getty. Oh my God, we're going to talk about the Getty. Okay, first of all, Enough about me. Bottom line is um, I'm on TV and stuff and all the time and people call me a contractor, CIA and NSA contractor. That doesn't mean I got a paycheck from the CIA. That just means that uh, I had a company. Get your butt in here and uh, put that food down, I swear. And, um, and made stuff. I made lasers. But, but what you learn. You learn stuff. And I realized that, yeah, sure, they got you kind of controlled, but it's not really, it's not really because you're providing a product that they got to have, even though they got to have it, it's because they're trying to control you and they know your history and they've got alien technology and all this crap and they've been following you since before you were born and they know what everybody's going to do. They knew about stuff I was going to invent before I invented it. They were talking to people about, When's it, when are you going to invent that thing? I'm like, huh? I didn't know what, you know, and then I go and invent it. But anyway, that's a long story, but... Uh, <laughs> I could have been very, very rich right now, okay? I, I passed up the opportunity to have made at least $500 million supplying lasers to the government for this war that's going on in crap. Everybody, every soldier would have been carrying my laser because it's two or three times better than what they use now, and it's cheaper, and it's world's best. That was what I was famous for, world's best stuff. Seriously, world's best laser. Now I'm famous for something else. All right, anyway... After the NSA and all that crap and Billy Meyer and everything, I got involved with these people that I call the cavers, okay? And uh, first of all, I'll go right into the fun stuff. Anybody here ever met a reptilian shapeshifter? You have? Really? Well, you, oh my God, you met a whole room of them. <laughs> I know that I haven't. Well, okay, I... <laughs> All right, I'll just say this. Um, sometimes in your life you meet people that are a little weird. They might speak a little funny. They might act like they're not used to being human for very long. And they're like, wow, this is really cool skin. I was like, woo, do that again. I've never had that done to me before. Really? I just scratched your back. It's like, oh my God, you have no idea. Um, you know. Little things like that, or they speak really weird. They've got weird sentence structure. Uh, you know, I've okay, known two guys. All right, I'm just going to tell you real quick. I've known two guys. Both are on the other side right now. And we'll get into that. That's a fun story. You want to go down the rabbit hole, I'll tell you about that too. One of them I was not responsible for. Although he spilled his guts to me and told me stuff he wasn't supposed to say, and they took him out. And, and there are a lot of people I know. You probably know who I'm talking about. But if you read my book, uh, his name was Vince. Anyway, there's a couple of Vince's in my book, but this particular Vince was, I was confirmed. By the way, I'm a psychic. All right, that's a big part of all this stuff. It really is. It's a big part. I wasn't, I, I got to get into that. And I'm, I'm a, and you know, a lot of people talk a lot of crap. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. David Wilcox says he's Edgar Casey, blah, 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 blah. You know, I've been doing a lot of remote viewing, and I've been doing, um, I don't even really talk about it. I don't want to really talk about it, because I use other remote viewers for me. But I'm psychic, and I can work with these people, and da-da-da, and we get the job done. 
And part of what I'm doing right now is trying to recruit people who are skilled in these skills or want to improve their skills and be involved in the fight, because that's what this is. We're at war right now, okay? Obviously, okay? You, with who? The dark side, okay? There's, there's only two sides. I said I was going to talk about politics tonight, alien politics. This is so simple. There's only two sides. Service to self and service to others. That's it. It's so damn simple. That's all there is to the whole entire universe. Anyway, so you've got to be on one side or the other, and we have to, we're transitioning. You know, people talk about God. This isn't the rabbit hole stuff, but it's important because when we're doing this fight, you're going to be on one side or the other. And, and there are people in our business that are on the other side. And you could be... 49% really good guy, and 51% service to self, right? And you're still a pretty good guy, but, you know, you're still one of them. And unfortunately, that makes life a little bit hard. I'm working really hard to be smiley and nice. And, and this is going to be a big part of what I'm talking about, because the end of this story is going to be about unconditional love and forgiveness and amnesty and all this crap, because, you know, I've learned that that's the only way we're going to end this. But I'll, let me get to that. Okay. Do you want to say something? Maybe while we're on a little bit. I sort of have the feeling we're getting very, very, very interfered with, which is what you Well, we're getting interfered with, but okay. You know, there's a lot of people out here who are healers. You see the organite. You see the shungenite. You see we're talking about chemtrails. We're talking about Fukushima. We're talking about uh, cell phone towers, all this crap. If you guys have noticed the chemtrails the last two or three days, my God. Yeah, no kidding, they're trying to kill us. And you know, I think, every take everything personal, it's a narcissist to me, and I think, oh my God, they don't want me to come to this event. They're going to kill me before. They want to kill everybody. They're like scared to death of what's going to happen, and they should be. I swear, they should be. It pisses me off so much, because the crap I'm going to say, I should have the FBI and every damn government agency snapping to attention, saying, holy fuck, and doing something. But look at this room, but it's not your guys' fault, but I swear, it's like, I usually ask, is there any NSA out there, any CIA? There's no CIA here, right? No, no CIA, right? I already asked if there's any reptilians. Well, there's people that know reptilians, but... All right, anyway, okay, so I'm the only CIA here. Apparently, <laughs> I'm the only NSA, and the only caver, Bilderberger, whatever, any Bilderbergers? Illuminati? Anybody claim Illuminati here? Masons? Mason? Uh, Job's daughter? Okay, okay. You dated one? All right, all right. Okay, well, anyway. All right, anyway, like I said, I'm in a war. Okay. Now, now David will tell you, when I came to this thing the first time, and I got up in front of these people, and I let loose my little story, everyone was like, you know, like you're saying, we need something new and all that. It was like, oh, my God. Suddenly something that means something. It's like Michael Cremo out there. You, should, you see Michael Cremo, he's like, all the time, right? After I spoke, he's like, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, I'll never forget that. But anyway, bottom line, I've been talking about the Getty. Okay, this is the thing. We want to change the world. We want to fix everything. Bottom line, right? And we are thinking about, oh, we're going to elect this guy. We're going to stop this. We're going to change this. We're going to do this and all these things, right? But they're all on the surface, Correct? We're going to change Washington, D.C. We're going to elect these dudes. We're going to stop 
spraying, whatever the crap, it's still on the surface. We're all surface dwellers. Nothing changes until we go underground. Nothing. Okay? And they know that. They know that. I go on press TV and they go, oh, we're going to have uh, nuclear talks at the UN. We're like, oh, yeah, that's going to make a lot of sense. What about the undergrounds? Who's going to go down there and count the nukes? Seriously. Oh, Israel's got 300 nukes. Oh, what do they got underground? They don't even inspect those. The United States and Russia, they sure, they inspect our nukes. They go, yeah, we got X, you know, serial numbers and all that. What the hell is underground? Right? Oh, continuity of government, secret, secret. Right? All right, well, let me tell you something about the war, and I'm not, I, didn't, I didn't want to get political, because I know everybody here is pretty liberal. You guys, get up here. Come on, I want your bodies like, okay, right here. All right? Seriously. Nope, not in front of the camera. Stay outside. Hurry up. So, so, sit. 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 All right. Well, I'll figure me out of the camera, but okay. Sit down. Okay, we all know about the underground bases, right? There's a lot of them. Okay, in the United States, there's at least, what, 250? Something like that? The ones we know about? Okay. And these are all hooked up for the most part, and, and there's just tons of them, tons of them. Okay. Now, now I'm, I'm going to cut to the chase kind of a little bit, and we can go back and forth, but that's, I do that on the radio too all the time. It doesn't matter. It'll come out somewhat coherent in the end. It's probably what happens when you channel, huh? Uh, anyway, FEMA. FEMA. Oh, yeah, those FEMA camps, they're actually a good thing now, but we'll talk about that. Well, we will. Trust me. There's a good use for those things. But anyway, okay, the underground bases. First of all, Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Pedogate. All right. Uh, former head of the CIA, LA, right? Ted Gunderson came out and said the searchers, white vans, CIA personnel, kidnapping children. This is industrial harvesting of children, one million children a year. Okay? And that's only here in the US. That doesn't include the ones they import. Okay? Look at these child protective services agencies. Look at the people running them. Oh my God, they're all pedos. Obviously, Hollywood is all pedo. The government's all pedo. The Pentagon's all pedo. All of these organizations are pedo. Why are all these organizations pedo? Why does the Bohemian Grove specialize in homosexual activity? Why does Jerry Epstein run a fully rigged island with cameras recording every single bigwig that goes in there and screws some underage girl or boy? and ships it off to Israel. Blackmail, extortion, you got it. Control, control. People say, oh, NSA, it's so terrible, they're listening in. They need to fight terrorism. Bullshit, that's all about collecting extortion so they control every one of us so they can get us and they control. All right, so it's like, oh, we got Donald Trump was wiretapped. No kidding. <laughs> Did you guys forget that every single one of us are being wiretapped? I mean, did we all go into denial? Did we all forget Edward Snowden? Oh my God. And speaking of Edward Snowden, you guys, sit down. Sit down. Come on, mister. Sit down. I know. Go for it. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm a bigger whistleblower than Edward Snowden. Trust me. And I'm not still working for them. Same thing with uh, Julian. All these guys. All right? Now, I could get into it. I could talk about like the Can't Be Killed Club and stuff. And I should, huh? Can't Be Killed Club. It's like, I'm threatening. Yeah, come and get me. Yeah. My God. Seriously, after you do this for 20 years and they don't kill you, you kind of figure out something's going on. 
All right. I've actually sat down with the trust fund manager of the Getty Museum in a Greek restaurant, sipping ouzo. Well, actually, the ouzo came later, but we had ouzo with dinner. But and he explained. Well, actually, he told me about the Can't Be Killed Club over ouzos after dinner. But during dinner, he asked me about my skills and what I could do. And he tried to get me to get all political. He wanted me, hey, we got to help that Yasser Arafat. Those Jews are out of line. We got to help them. What can you do to help? I'm like, excuse me. It gets done at the appointed time, for the appointed reason, by not for when I choose or when you choose, right? When the time comes, when we will all wake up and we will manifest our powers and we will shut it all down. And we are fast approaching that time. Oh my God, you guys have no idea how powerful we are getting right now. I'm serious. We are winning. Trust me, we are winning. Now, when I talk about politics, you guys have got to understand, there's many, many levels involved here, okay? This goes up all the way to source, okay? Between us and God, there's many levels. Everything in the universe is on these levels. These aliens that we talk about, they're on another level, it's another reality. It's not another dimension next to us, it's a complete another density, which is a complete another reality, which is based on the ratio of spirituality to physicality. All right, real quick, uh, we've heard David Wilcock talk about these things, right? Density and stuff. What I'm learning is there's more levels to this stuff than, I'm learning about the higher levels, you know, with the, from this uh, exploration stuff. And, and the importance of these levels, and, and the interaction of these levels. And this is, this is what's really important, because it makes us important. We talk about the light workers, right? And how they're coming to help us, okay? And yes, they are coming to help us. We have armies of these light workers who are actually working right now. They're actually fighting right now. But they couldn't do it without us. What did we do? We brought it into our reality just by talking about it, just by bringing it out into reality, by talking about it, we connected it because they're all connected. They could not interfere in our level of reality unless we brought it into our reality. We had to talk about it. And that's why little events like this and going on the radio and getting it out on YouTube and spreading it are so important. Now, Lately on YouTube, I've been trying to push, take advantage of this Pizzagate thing, right? Okay, because there really are children being held captive. It's, it's worse, worse, worse than you could possibly even imagine. It's not some little silly pizza joint in Washington, D.C. What we see on the surface is tiny compared to what they're doing underground. Now, just down the road, you go up to that 405 freeway and you go up the hill to Santa Monica Mountain and right there on the side of the hill is that big white building. It's the most expensive piece of real estate in Los Angeles County. That should tell you something right away. It's $6 billion they spent to build it. It was kind of like the Denver airport of museums, because it was. $6 billion, and that's just what was on the books. Okay, and that was at the time they built it. Obviously, it would cost more if they built it today. That doesn't include the artwork. That's just the concrete and the tavertine and everything else. Six billion dollars, the earth moving, 
the earth moving. The foundation for that building is the heaviest pour, the biggest pour they've ever done next to the uh, Hoover Dam. That should tell you something. What did they need such a big foundation for? Anyway, the bottom line is that we know they've got these bases. People have asked me, they go, oh, we got to fix this, we got to fix that. What's the answer to this? What's the answer to that? For me, there's only one answer. The answer is always the Getty. It's so damn simple, seriously. I'm talking about paradise on Earth, okay? Now, because I'm psychic, somewhat, and things change, right? Because you don't always see things right away. Sometimes you see stuff that uh, just all of a sudden comes out of nowhere. You go, oh, wow. And it totally changes your outlook on what you expect to happen. Well, because of the events, especially Pizzagate, so I, I, I want to thank Julian Assange for what he did, you know, for that, is that uh, we have a weapon to bring down everything. And that weapon, of course, is the pedophilia. Okay. Now, I can say, I can look at that camera and say, FBI, Department of Justice, LAPD, LA County Sheriffs, mm, District Attorney, Governor. <laughs> God, Governor, come on. All right, I'll just say it's Gavin, what's his name? Newsom. Newsom, Gavin Newsom, Lieutenant Governor. Pretty powerful position. Guess who he's buddy buddy with? Huh, guess who bankrolls Gavin Newsom? The Getty family. Oh, he's got, a, he's got an investment in a winery. Gosh, who's his business partner? The Gettys. Wasn't there a big bust with a pedo bust recently with a winery? Wasn't there? I could swear. I'll bet you anything it was probably that winery. <clears throat> anyway, so obviously we know Gavin Newsom is corrupt as hell. All right, Gavin, I hope you heard that. Hell, they're all corrupt as hell. My God. In my book, I call them all out. I actually called out uh, Diane Feinstein for an illegal campaign contribution that she took, and people have been busted for much less. Uh, Mike Corona, the sheriff of Orange County, is in jail for the same thing with the same guy, and yet Feinstein, who took even more money than Corona took, is still out there in office. $75,000 is what she took from Charlie Gabbard, for the record, guys. The same guy that put Michael Corona in jail. Look it up. Uh, for those legal types that might be watching this after the fact. <sighs> oh my God, our FBI guy Comey. Oh my God. Oh, you know, I call these guys pussies because they are, right? <laughs> right? And, and I call these guys pussies because I can do it, and they're not going to come to my door. I, I, for, for good, I don't know how many years now, for at least five years, I've been saying, come kill me. Come on, you guys. Not, I took on, just like uh, Eric said, Kraft International. Oh my God, they're paid to kill people. They're a company that kills people. And I just ratted them out for San Bernardino. And did I even hear a knock on the door? Did they even drive by the house? What the hell? Why am I so scary? Why am I so scary? Okay, oh, I could talk about that, but you guys wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Oh my God, if I told you I was the most powerful man on earth, you would not believe it. But I, I okay, I'll just, I have this altar, okay? I've learned about this altar from my, uh, from psychics. In fact, I did this show, Super Soldier Show. Remember the Super Soldiers? Remember the Super Soldiers? Yeah, all the Super Soldiers. Where are they now? Anyway, we're not going to talk about Max. 
God bless you, Max. Uh, a rest in peace, I guess, would be appropriate, right? Who's Max? Max Pierce. Max Pierce. Anyway, okay. All right, I was like a, a big speaker, and she, and the, Lorian, when she put that show on, I was like the main speaker, and she didn't even tell me. She thought it was a joke. She waited till last minute to tell me, oh, guess what, you're the main speaker. <laughs> really? I'm a super soldier? Well, I, maybe because the last time she saw me, I was the only one around was packing a gun. I don't know if that makes me a super soldier. Or when I was working with the CIA, I was known as, uh, let me see, what would they call me? <laughs> the Western guy. Doc Holliday, that's it, Doc Holliday. I don't know because I was wasted all the time or because I was probably that, huh? Anyway, I can't shoot anymore because I can't see straight, okay? But I can do other things. Actually, one of the reptoids I was telling you about, apparently I was responsible for killing. All right, it's, I didn't really want to say that, but I didn't, it's easier to say when they put him on the other side. But this is a guy, this is a story, if you read my book, his name was uh, Tom Hansen. Anyway, he was a reptoid. And uh, after I found him out, he kind of disappeared. And apparently I found out years later that, that my altar and a team of uh, commandos took this guy out, tossed him into the lake of fire. Well, he rehabilitated, because apparently when you're in the lake of fire, it's not an eternity because there is no time. There's no eternity. There's no eternity in hell because your eternity, yeah, there's an eternity, but you get out, right? Your eternity is only a few seconds. So, so he was basically rehabilitated, went through his time in the lake of fire, and he came out and he wanted to help out. He's going to help out now. Actually, both these reptoids are on my side now. They're going to help out, but that's what I do. That's, I, I, I try to recruit, all right? When I'm underground dealing with these people on higher levels, I'm not there to hurt them. I'm there to convince them that, to give up, right? That uh, it's over. There's going to be no compromise. We're not going to make deals. We're going to be fair. We're going to treat them like our family, like our children. We're not going to cut their heads off. We may put them in FEMA camps. We may keep them away from children. We may not allow them to reproduce. Some of them may be in somewhat isolation, but, you know, they're not going to be killed, and we're going to treat them with love. And that's, let me tell you something. The events like this, it's all about enlightenment, right? We all want to be enlightened. We don't get off of this boat. We don't get to go on the boat until everyone is enlightened. And that's a big job because there's a lot of people out there that are, oh God, it's so bad. You know what I'm talking about. It's so bad. You know, I'll go back real quick and I'll talk about the densities, okay? Because this is, I'll get that over with real quick. First level is inanimate, pure physical, no spirit. It's rocks. Next comes animals and plants. It's alive, it has, a, it has life, has a little tiny spirit. Next comes humans, because humans suddenly start to realize there's a God, they're realizing self, they're, they're you know, they got a little more spirit. Uh, next level, about fourth level, you're talking about 50-50 spirit physical. This is uh, most of your aliens, your Pleiadians, your Zeta Reticulans, your, your little gray guys, what have you. Most of them. Now, that's not to say that there aren't Anunnaki and what have you operating on the third level. You know, there are. They, most of the Anunnaki that we're dealing with, they fly around on rockets. 
they're on our level. They're not coming down from the fourth density like the, the other ones. Now on the fourth density, there may be another density above that. I don't know, I haven't been there, I can't really tell you, but there may be another one. But above that, essentially, you're looking at uh, something like a limbo, okay, where we go. That's where we go, and that's where, that's where the real heaven is. We kind of hang out there when we're doing our, uh, you know, our rehabilitation, not our rehabilitation, but our reincarnation. That's what we go. We go up to this particular level. Above that level, you're looking at the angels and what have you. Okay, but that's a very specific level. Humans aren't on that, but we do pass through that level. Everything passes through all the levels. Everything is going up. Even Lucifer and Satan is going back up. That's the Big Bang, how it works. Anyway, uh, okay, above the angels, of course, we have ascended masters. Okay, ascended masters, of course, is Jesus, uh, Buddha, you know, all the rest of them. You know, whoever, these, these enlightened individuals. Okay, and, uh, but after the ascended masters, there's another level or two before you get to source. Source, of course, is the one. Okay, it's the spirit, it's source. There is no physical, it's pure spirit, right? That's, that's God. Now, that's not to say that we're not all part of God. People go, oh, God, you know, it's like we're all, everything is God. All right, let's just get through that. It's all God. It's all source. It all comes from the same stuff. There is no other stuff but God. Even Satan is God. It's made of God. All matters. All matter, all spirit, all energy, all comes from source. It's all God. It's all going to go back to God. Okay? So you can't call it evil. Bad God. That's a piece of bad God. There's no such thing. <laughs> Seriously. You got some bad God on you. You're full of bad God. Anyway. So that doesn't exist. This is a really important part of enlightenment too, is this good evil thing. I had to learn that when I woke up. That was part of the waking up process is because I was dealing with, oh my God, that my good evil paradigm is, is shattered. You know, the bad guys aren't so evil, and the good guys, you know, then I learned it, that was, that was the, uh, the yin and yang. Well, the yin and yang is constantly spinning, okay? So the black and white ratio is constantly changing. We all have that. But again, we all have to try to strive for 51% or better service to others. Okay, that's just the way it is. We gotta get we gotta get there really quick. It's not that hard to do. All right, now sorry. This this level above the uh, ascended masters is where the individuals souls combine. Now they don't all combine at once because that's what source is, but they do combine in I don't know what you call it, super entities which are the product of multiple individuals. Okay, and, and these guys apparently have a special role. All right, now I really, I knew there was this level, but I didn't really know anything about it. Okay, and I'm only just now learning about it because I've been dealing with my uh, altar. Okay, and the altar, I, this is the first time I ever dealt with, directly with the altar. Usually people describing the altar to me, and I said, uh, people go, oh, what, you would like me to do a reading? Like, what are you going to tell me something I don't know? I mean, God, it's like, I'm going to talk to my altar. They go, okay. So they told me this guy, oh, his name's such and such. I'm like, huh? They go, oh, well, you can't really pronounce the name. It's sort of made out of letters that I don't know what the hell they are. You know, so this, this alters this character, right? Anyway, I call him Rambo. I can't, I can't come up with a name for this character, so I call him Rambo. Now, anyway, the altar, of course, apparently is one of these, um, whatever you call it, above the ascended masters, what do we call it? There's an, I came up with a name for it. I call it the golden pillars, okay? Because when I looked at it, I just see these pillars, 
Okay, and as I don't see entities, I see these pillars. And each one of these pillars is like multi-multi-entities. So anyway, these guys on this level, they act like uh, Praetorian Guard. Okay, you know, Caesar, he had a special guard. Okay, Source has, has such a thing. That's what these guys are. And they do the dirty work. So now my altar has, uh, he's not the only one, there's, there's other guys. Uh, I, there's apparently five of them, I only know two. One of them is like a monk, apparently very spiritual. And they look like me, sort of, sort of, except he's obviously bigger. Well, actually, the bad guy's actually shorter, but he's, you know, kind of guy. <laughs> he's supposed to be really good at what he does. Now, you know, I guess that's part of the Can't Be Killed Club, but, I, you know, like I said, I've had these guys who were remote viewers, and I remember one time this one guy was in uh, Edwards Air Force Base, doing some crap underground at Edwards Air Force Base. And he, he says, oh, I ran into you last night. You were underground dealing, you were dragging some guy out. Oh, I don't remember that. And this, you know, I don't know if you guys heard the, all the rumors around this silly event in Las Vegas. Any of you guys heard about that? The Super Soldier event in Henderson? Oh my God, it's a legend. <laughs> it is, it's a legend. <laughs> it's like, wow, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember all this stuff they talk about, you know. So maybe it wasn't me, maybe it was my altar, I don't know, whatever. But the bottom line is, I, I, I can, I do stuff, okay, we, when, when we go into the Getty, we're not just dealing with humans, all right? I mean, yeah, sure, there's reptoids, but there's all this other stuff going on too, okay, because all of these levels sync up, all right? So if they're going to lock a door, they've got to lock that door on every level, okay? So if they're going to keep out the bad guys, or their enemies, the Pleiadians in this case, or the light workers, they're going to have the way just to do that. Satan's not, she's not stupid. He deals in the physical, but, uh, so in other words, when we're going down to getting all that, uh, we had to go through all these locks. And, and trust me, there was an army of light workers just waiting for us to, to get involved and to do this stuff. And we, it, was, it was crazy, because uh, you're seeing the changes right now. now. Now, let me talk about what it's really all about, because the stuff that I learned was, was crazy, crazy, crazy. Stuff that I was never aware of. Not physically. Just try that. No, you actually, I will someday, but this has to be done first. Okay, because as I said, there's locks involved, right? You're not going to get to the elevator. Even if you get to the elevator, it's like you're only dealing on 3D. You're not dealing with, this shit goes up to 11D. I don't even know what 11D is. I know 7D, you know, and I bet 11D, oh my God. All right, this is what I found out. All right, we all talk about Lucifer and all that stuff, right? Okay, well, there's somebody else involved. Lilith. You know Lilith? Who knows about Lilith? Come on, you've heard about Lilith, right? Okay, you need to read up on Lilith. Okay, now Lilith has been in front of your face all this time. The Super Bowl. Hollywood, Starbucks, Statue of Liberty, you name it, it's everywhere. Why? It's really old. All right, you think Adam and Eve was this epoch? No, it wasn't this epoch. It was really old. 
There's been many epochs. Time is not what you think it is, okay? There's been many, many epochs. Humans have only been around for seven epochs as far as I know. Could be more, but however long, you know, we'll find out. But epochs, Michael, you... No, no, epoch. Okay, an epoch is every so many, 20, 12... Uh, e epoch, epoch. Yeah. All right, it's kind of like uh, Adam and Eve stuff. The last epoch before us would be Atlantis and all that stuff. And then there were previous epochs, but, oof, you know, we're so ignorant, we can barely know about Atlantis, let alone the earlier ones. It's a span of the, uh, all the civilization, yeah. And it, it comes to an end. We're actually coming to an end of an epoch right now. Right. So I, I suspect that the pyramids are a previous epoch. The Great Flood may have been the beginning of a new epoch, things like that. But I'm not an expert on that. That's, that's for other people. But uh, the thing is, though, is that what I've learned is that uh, if you, do you, how many people know the Lilith story? I should just tell the Lilith story real quick. All right. Okay. Before there was an Adam and Eve, there was an Adam and a Lilith. All right. I'm going to get a little vulgar here, okay? <laughs> Anyway, um, Lilith was uh, made of the same stuff as Adam. She was equal. She wanted to be treated equal, unlike Eve, right, who was subservient. But uh, anyway, Lilith wanted simple things like she wanted to be on top. <laughs> right? Adam's kind of missionary type of guy. He just wasn't into that crazy stuff. Anyway, Lilith got so pissed off at this stuff that she bailed on Adam. She hooked up with Lucifer. Oh, yeah, they had it all kinds of fun. She's a wild woman, that Lilith. Oh, my God. Anyway, she made a whole bunch of little babies, and they were all monsters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, what do you think you're going to get when you're screwing Lucifer? They're going to be a bunch of demons. Where do you think all these demons came from? Lilith is the mama. All these Reptoids and crap. It's like, guess what? You know, the aliens and all that, people call them demons. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's all the same thing. Sorry. It's all the same thing. There's proof of that, too. Seriously. Uh, we're, Lush. It's all about Lush. All right. Everybody know what Lush is? No. Oh, I, I got to finish a little story. Anyway, okay. Adam says, God, my wife, you're right. I'm just going to issue her and making demons. God said, okay, I'll deal with it. So he got a couple of angels. He said, okay, you go pay that Lilith a visit and you make sure she comes back to Adam. Yes, sir. They go find Lilith in some cave and she's got all her little demons running around all over the place. And they go, <coughs> Lilith, you're going back to Adam. God wills it. Lilith said, are you kidding me? That guy, oh my God, he's so dull. Uh, besides, I got all these babies. They're babies? And they take these babies and they start smashing them like that. Well, this is holy crap. And she gets really pissed off. And she curses these angels. And she says, every human baby that is born in all time from this point on, I will be there to kill that baby. And only you two angels will be the only ones that could save these babies. And these angels are like, holy crap, we can't be in every place at every time. These are the laws of the universe. You can't be in multiple dimensions. Your physical body can't be in California and New York at the same time. Jesus can do that. or There's a few people that can do that, but 
These angels couldn't do that. None of these entities can do that. <laughs> you better not be telling me to stop. Oh, taking my crowd, are you? Jeez. Oh, my God. Oh, it's speaker time, huh? All right, see ya. Don't worry, it's recorded. <laughs> All right, anyway, back to Lilith. All right, so these angels come back, and, oh, we can't do anything. Oh, she's got us. And God says, all right, that's all right, you, did, you tried, don't worry, I'll, I'll figure something out. So he takes little, he, uh, he makes Adam a new wife, Eve, from the rib. He says, don't worry, Adam, this, this, she, she'll stay on the bottom, don't worry, it's okay. Apparently she did. But she did other things wrong, I guess, whatever. Anyway, Lilith, on the other hand, got cast into the ocean. I suspect the Pacific, since we're having all these issues with Fukushima, you know, it's all related. Trust me, these are the things I'm finding. And she became a sea monster. She was the original sea monster. This is why they've got the tails on Starbucks cups. That's Lilith, the queen, you know, with the fish tails. Sea monster. Well, God released her from the depths of the ocean when uh, Adam and Eve did their thing. Okay, and she, he said, okay, you do your thing, you can torment these guys, and she became a succubus, okay? Basically stealing what she did, what succubuses do. What do succubuses do? <laughs> what do we think of when we think of a succubus? Yes, that's exactly what she was, okay? No, I'm not talking vampire here. <laughs> okay, anyway, she collected fluids. Fluids, kind of like spirit cooking, huh? Yeah, oh, Maria, what's her face? Abramovich? Who do you think she's working for? Who's she emulating? Who are they all emulating? It's all about this, this uh, not Lucifer, Lilith. Now remember, we all think, oh yeah, Lucifer's running the show. Well, you know what? Lucifer gave Lilith a bunch of power, and we're going to talk about that power because it's that power which gives her the ability to do what we're dealing with right now. All right, and that's the, uh, the Lush collection, all right? So we want, you gotta understand the nature of the Lush and why they're collecting the Lush, because this is everything. The Lush is everything. And what do you think I'm doing when I'm finding these guys? I'm taking away their Lush production. I look for Lush production and I shut it down. Energetically, we do all kinds of crazy things to do this. We write, we tag their walls with love. We ask, if it's really hard, we turn it over to Jesus. Oh my God, it's like so quick. Oh my God, as soon as you, as soon as you invoke Jesus, it's like everything just like that. It's crazy. The stuff I've seen, the, the stuff I've seen happen, these guys think they're so tough. It used to be, we'd be roaming around down there and they'd go, who the hell do you think you are? You're nobody. You're nothing. You, what do you think? You Oh, you could do psychic stuff. Oh, we're so scared. They're not, so, they're not like that anymore now. Now they're all, oh, after the scared part comes the, oh, wow. Wow, look at what's going on. Wow, things are changing. I never thought I'd see this happen as their stuff starts shutting down. You know? Now they're pissed. They're in the pissed mode now. That's why we're seeing the crap going on on the surface, the BLM and shit. 
oh my god, I had a report from a woman the other day, a psychic, and she had an associate who snuck into a room where uh, Pierre Trudeau was having a meeting, high-level government meeting. And he's telling his ministers, we need more louche. We're not getting enough louche. Our masters want more louche. You know what happens when the loose shuts down? They shut down. What is loose? Loose is negative human emotional psychic energy. It's the crap you put out when you're pissed off. It's bad chi. Okay? When you're angry, when you're feeling unhappy, loathsome, unloved, despair, sad, you name it, that's loose. They love it when people make loosh. Why do you think this stupid industry, this city, is all about loosh? TV's all about loosh. The movie's all about loosh. Sports are all about loosh. It's all loosh. And all we have to do is stop making it. Let me tell you about the Getty. I'm trying to think of where it is. I think it, I'm feeling it's over there somewhere. Yes. Is that about right? Yes. Yeah. I just feel it's over there. You guys at the FBI, you're listening? This is the part I want you to listen to. There's 100,000 child sex slaves under the Getty right now. 100,000. They are being molested, tortured, eaten while they're alive. They're treated like cattle. Seriously, they're treated like cattle. You can't see the feeders that are connected to them because it's on another level. But they're sucking this crap right out of them. And they love it when they're in pain and when they're young and they're doing all these horrible things. And if we shut down this pedophilia crap, it all comes to a grinding halt because it's been feeding on this for millennia. What do you think Planned Parenthood is? My God. You know, I think, you know, I don't even want to get into it, but I don't want to go there, but why do you think Hillary Clinton is so into that crap? I could tell you something about these lizards. They love nothing more than an abortion. Why? because it's as pure as it gets. The energy from that unborn child is as strong as you can get. They have parties, not far from here, where they get pregnant and they perform abortions, ritual abortions in front of a crowd of people. This is what the Satanists do. These are the guys on the surface, the ones that, and you know who goes to these parties? They all do. Top Hollywood, top bankers, top government, top anything. How about the little movements like, oh, I don't know, Occupy Movement, or Anonymous, or any of these things? Who do you think runs these things? They run everything. Truth Cat Radio is the most censored radio network on the entire damn internet because we're the only ones that say this crap. And if they don't say this crap, you got to wonder why. I got kicked off a network because of, I created Occupy the Getty. You know what they wanted to push? Bundy Ranch. What the hell did that accomplish out in the middle of nowhere? 
You want to accomplish something? I created Occupy the Getty. It's right over there. Right over there. You want you want a world peace? You want to end everything? You want to make the world? Let me let me tell you what's underneath that damn thing. All right? And I'm not talking about the child slaves and the bunkers and the oh my god, I could tell you guys what it's under there. It's a it's a Disneyland. Okay? Many 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 levels of crazy craziness. We could talk about that. But that's not what's important. What's important besides rescuing these children who are being tortured as we speak is there is technology down there that can save us. It can cure the Pacific. It can fix Fukushima. It can end disease. It could give us free pharmaceuticals. It could do, we all talk about healing and some of us talk about radionics and Rife machines and Scalar. Oh my God. Who do you think controls all the Scalar? Let me tell you something. I have a hit out on me right now by the Bilderbergers because of my work in Scalar. And you know what? I'm still alive. Ha <laughs> ha. You know why, huh? Because they can't do nothing about it. And you know what? When I heard about this, and I, you know, who told me about it? Guess what? I'm going to see it on camera. Carrie Cassidy. It was one and only Carrie Cassidy. You guys all know Carrie Cassidy, right? Yeah. Not you, huh? Good old Carrie Cassidy. I love you, Carrie. Anyway. I love you, Carrie. Anyway. No, she's okay. But she confided in me, all right? Because she was concerned. She had just come back from London. Actually, she was still in London when she called, but she had gone to that big Bilderberger meeting. Remember the big Bilderberger meeting that took place in London a little while back? There was a solstice happening at the same time, and the cover story was that she was going to the solstice celebration at Stonehenge. Remember that? You guys remember that story, Carrie? Yeah, anyway. Well, she called me up and said, oh my God, this is all they could talk about at the Bilderberger meetings. They want to kill you because you're doing this thing with the scalar and you're getting ready to change reality and they don't think you should have that power. Oh my God, what are you going to do? You better stop it. And then there was this NSA guy that we knew, me and my buddies knew. It was working in Alice Springs and this is where they collect all the stuff in Alice Springs, right? The big listening post. They collect, oh my God, they collect everything. Even the alien stuff they collect over there. But uh, he said, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the buzz on the internet, on the, you know, that's what they're talking about. They're very pissed off at you guys. Okay, and what it was basically was that uh, we took Scalar programming, attached it to the stickers. You see the stickers for the programming, right? Well, we learned that uh, you could program a crystal. We just like you program a piece of organite, right? Intention, it's just intention. We talk about intention. We use, in, we put out intention. Okay, well, guess what? Uh, the whole universe is run on intention, and you can have machines and things that work the same way. But solid-state laser is a crystal. You can program a crystal. What does that mean? You can program a laser. Laser can reach out and touch something. Now, if you can program something to say, oh, I don't know, destroy everything except you, you now have a lightsaber. Gosh, how hard would that be? See, this is the thing. When you're able to change reality, you can change anything. You can change reality. When you can change reality, you can change reality, good or bad. They are scared of that because they think they're the only ones that have that, should have that power. So let's say you build a really strong radionics device and you want to heal the Pacific or you want to cure the ozone or you want to get rid of cancer or you want to give everybody Ormus, make them all happy. We'll talk about Ormus. 
It's a big tool they use underground. Trust me, it's the opium that they use down there. It's the first thing they do if you do that stuff. Anyway, gosh, where was I? Just got myself distracted talking about Ormus. Scalar. Scalar. Okay. All right. Anyway, if you if you are able to make a really huge piece of Oregon or something, it's got really great intentions, and you were able to do all this stuff, they're going to shut it down. Okay, this is why they don't. They're not going to allow this stuff. There's too much power there, and they're going to. They've got more advanced technology. They can shut it down. No big deal. Now, so you there have to be ways to overcome that. And what we did by programming the laser, we overcame it because it's a physical program. Just like the sticker is a physical program, they can't overcome the sticker. The sticker has a range of about eight inches. Okay. You combine that sticker with a piece of orgone, a big nice piece of organite, now you've got a range of about 25 feet radius, depending on the size of organite, right? Big enough for this room, you put it in the middle of the room, it's going to cover us all with that program. If you attach it to a laser, that beam is going to carry that program, and whatever it hits is going to get that program. Wow, suddenly you've extended the range really big. Oh my God, and they can't touch it either, and they can't change it. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, they're really upset about that. In fact, this is what they said. They are more worried about me making stuff, laser-related stuff, tools, technology, than this speaking business. They don't care. They think, oh, nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to listen. I mean, look at what I'm saying, and nobody's listening. Come on. Oh my God, I just, all right, when people say, oh, this guy's crazy, all right, I'm just going to say this real quick, because this should be obvious to everybody. David Farman can tell you, if you use a photograph that the Getty owns, they will slap you with a fine, and they'll sue you real quick. He used that picture of the guy, the bald guy. You guys seen that? It's a Getty image. He got in trouble, or no, he uses one, a picture of the pyramid. Getty image. They got they busted him quick toot sweet. And he goes, Oh, they got me because you're talking about the Getty. No, David, come on. They got you because you, you it, copyright violation. Well, guess what? I have a picture of the Getty on my book. It's been out mm, five years, right? In my book, I commit heinous slander. I'm slandering him right now. Come on. We're talking about a multi, multi billion dollar corporation with armies of attorneys. There should be an army of attorneys back there right now recording everything I say. Let me say it again. There are 100,000 child sex slaves right now that need to be rescued underneath the Getty Museum right down the street. If we all want to go together and, and get over there and say we'd like to rescue the children you have, show us the elevator, take us down there right now. We could do that. They have an army up there protecting us stupid. Seriously, they have an army. They, you look around, you see these guys... NSA guys, you know, like, or, or I've taken pictures of these guys, you see them walking around, they got like no neck, you know, they walk like that, like, oh, what military branch did you get out of, and what are you doing now? It's like, they have a room in that museum filled with M16s, why? Why? Why, why does this museum have a room full of M16s? You know, why are they hiring all NSA, retired NSA people, military types, why? Protect their art? Why, why is the place built like a fortress? Why is the parking lot way down there? You gotta take a tram to get up to the top there. What are they worried about? What are they protecting? The damn building's bulletproof. Anyway. Well, gosh, where do you guys want me to take this, okay? 
seriously, um, I just want to let you know that uh, this is what's really going on, because I'm not really paying attention to time, but I've been wanting to get together an army of psychics, all right, and I've been wanting to take a field trip and park all these guys on top of the getty, and we were going to go down there and we we're going to do battle with the psychics that they have working for them. Trust me, they have a lot of psychics working down there. All right, anyway. These guys are not going to give up as long as they think we're going to kill them. We cannot fight them. They need to give up. It, the same thing applies to the surface. When President Trump says, oh, pedophiles, we've got a fast trial and speedy, speedy execution. You know what? We can't do that. I'm sorry. We got to, you know what, as much as I want to execute, come on, Hillary, Hillary, John Podesta, John Podesta, you don't think I want to see John Podesta hang? All of them? Come on. Anybody that tortures and murders and rapes a child? Oh, my God, how could you even think about it? But no, we have to love them. We're not going to advance until we learn to love them. That's the secret, because we got to shut down the loosh, and it's only the love is going to shut down the loosh. It's all about the damn loosh, right? Let me tell you something. Open up these doors to get down there. We had to make promises just to get the damn door open. We had to promise not to kill them all. We had to do all these things. We had to play these games. It was like, a, it was like, it was like playing a video game where you got to go these puzzles and crap and do, solve all these riddles. Well, basically the riddles were we had to become enlightened in order to get to where we had to go. And we had to transcend all these levels. Real quick, I'm running out of time. Lush is negative human emotional psychic energy. It's the fuel that feeds all these negative entities. It was something that was started by Lilith. All right, real quick. We, they talk about AI. AI, artificial intelligence. Okay, the black goo. Okay, I said black goo wasn't real. Guess what? It is real. All right. What does the Lush allow them to do? The Lush is, it's their, feeds them. It gives them their energy. They have to have it. It's their nutrition. 50% of their nutrition is this Lush. They got to have it. We, it's, they die without it. They die without it. You want to kill a reptoid, you give them love. Queen Elizabeth, give her love. All of them, give them love. That's how you kill them all. I know, it sounds so simple. It's like, come on, think about it. Oh, I've got to think about giving Hillary love and stuff like that. The queen. Oh, it's really rough. But I, anyway, that's the answer. All right? Seriously, it's, believe it or not, it's the only thing that's going to open the damn door. Okay? Otherwise, we're looking at nuclear destruction. And we can have... Peace on Earth. All right, let me explain. If we get the technology up from underground that is capable of changing our reality and fixing the Pacific and giving us all food and all nourishment and removing everything bad in our lives, we have to be enlightened enough to use it right and not abuse it. And we're going to have to become really spiritually advanced just to have that tool because otherwise we can't have it. By the same token, all the money in the world is down there. 9,800% of all the money that we know of is underground right now. There's more wealth underground than you could possibly imagine. You want to feed the world, you want to make everybody, you want Nasara, you know all this crap? Occupy the Getty. It's that simple. Seriously, it's that simple. All we got to do is convince our corrupt law enforcement officials to do the right thing. And you know what? If you read the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, it said 100 years ago, it talks about the metropolitans, the undergrounds. And it says that if the mob, us, ever rise up, that they will use their secret weapon and they will blow the damn thing up with all our archives and all our treasure, meaning the artwork and what have you at the Getty, plus the entire Los Angeles. Trust me, if they nuke that thing, it's going to take us all out. That's what they want to do. That is their weapon. That's what they plan on doing. Trust me, I've been looking for that nuke. I'm, 
I can't get to it. I'm sure they got it protected really well. But, but we don't have to worry about them using the nuke if we change our strategy. Okay, it's not a military assault. We're not going to go in there with M16s. We're not going to go in there with psychic warriors. They're going to wipe them out. Although that could be happening to the ones that are resisting. Okay, because they got to give up. They got to give up. There's no. There's amnesty, but we're only going to offer the amnesty once. Okay, we got to give them all amnesty. If they don't take it then they're going to get it. But when they get it, it's not going to be with malice. All right? We're not going to hate our enemy. We can hate our, their actions, but we do not hate fellow humans because they are us. So we have to learn universal love. That's the answer to everything. It really is. Question. If, uh, if they live on the loose and we give them love and, and we release 100,000 uh, children, then they're all going to start to death. Pretty much. So therefore... Uh, they're going to have to go back to where they came from. All right, first of all, remember, we're talking about entities that are not human, okay? We're, we're talking about the reptilians and stuff. they got to go away. Okay, they have to go. They can't be here anymore. All right? We're, the next step is we, we take all the humans, our fellow humans, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Okay, only do, right? Okay, so these are flesh and blood. These humans, our fellow humans, are flesh and blood. We wrestle not against them. We're not here to kill them. We're here to treat them as family and love them like wayward children. We don't kill our own children, right? doesn't matter what they did. Right? I hope so. God. Okay, we'll take that for granted. We don't kill our own children. Maybe in the Old Testament they do, but forget. I'm not, don't get me started on the Old Testament. Uh, anyway, guys. Have you had enough? What you, what, yeah, you just want to end it. No, no, it's, you, no, it was uh, great. We are, uh, Brad, it's perfect push, timing. We're pushing the panel back. I just called Sean Morton. He went to his dinner. Sean David Martin, uh, the one and only. You guys don't mind? Well, you know, I mean, I swear to God, I come here, you know, let me just say this, you guys. All right, I live in poverty, okay? I used to have a lot of money. All right, seriously, when I made lasers, killed people, stuff, I had a lot of money. Oh my God, I had a lot of money. I made $1,000 a day. I had fun. SK Industries. SK Industries. Hell yeah. Law 17. Law 17 lasers. I still use Law 17 gun as my email. People go, what's that? Well, that's my trademark. Laser aimed weapon. Okay. That was it. Best in the world. But you know what? Uh, people die, and people don't die. Right? And you have to. You, that weighs heavy on you, okay? And before there was Law 17, there was also other stuff going on. And um, I worked uh, very much in the Reagan years when they were building all those weapons and stuff. I had my fingers in every single one of those damn things. So uh, let me tell you, when they started dropping the bombs in, in Iraq, oh my God, I was sick. I could, you know, I was sick. You talk about a... Oh, all that stuff. I, yeah, exactly, exactly. No one even knew what that stuff was. I sure did, but anyway... Yeah, exactly. But so, uh, what they're planning to do with the laser technology? Laser technology. All right, listen, you guys, this is important. Forget about they. Forget about them, okay? It's us, all right? This is so important. I, go, I, oh, I preach this on TV, okay? When I go on the news and they're talking about something that somebody else made them talk about, I'm like, what the hell, guys? Control the dialogue. Okay, this is what we do. This is why you're here now, because you're going to go out and you're going to control the dialogue. Somebody's going to talk and go, oh, gosh, what do you think about that thing that uh, Trump did? And you're going to say, screw that, listen to this. Okay? That's it. That's how it works. 
You do not repeat the crap that you see on TV. In fact, I hope to God you guys don't watch TV. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And if you guys please stop watching TV. Anyway, you got a pro it's programming. Yes, it's programming. It's really bad. Get it's really bad. It's it's so constant. We're all getting it so bad, you know, the MK Ultra crap, fake news, oh god. Truth cat. Anyway, seriously, Truth Cat's oh god, they hate us. They it's really hard to get to Truth Cat. If you go to www.truthcatradio.com, half the time you won't get there. In fact, five times out of six you won't make it because they won't let you in. There's only so many browsers and they'll either tell you that it's uh, dangerous to cite, that uh, there's an error or, or something like that, or you don't want to go there, you know, that's what they, you know, but they don't do that to the other guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was on one network, I had a million listeners, and I go start my own network, and I'm thinking, oh, piece of cake, right? What the hell, where, what is going on here? People are going, oh, I can't get in, I can't get in. So, yeah, they don't like us. You know, and I, I'm technically blacklisted right now from press TV. I'm trying to work my way back in, but they came at me with some anti-Trump stuff, and I said, listen, the Ayatollah Khomeini basically called us the great Satan, and in a, in a way he was correct, all right? And, and I said, and here you are right now saying words like racist, misogynist, da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, w those words came from the great Satan, that the media, who do you think comes up with these words and this, these talking points and bullet points? The enemy does. We're at war. They're going down. They are going to pull out every stop they can do. The Hollywood thing, yes, all those pedophiles, they're going down. Corey Feldman, famous for being a victim, goes on The View, and the women says, oh, you got to stop talking about that stuff. You're going to kill an industry. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just preferable to have pedophilia so that we can have stupid movies. Come on, guys. So what if we lose Hollywood? God, I don't care. All right, Marima Vombrick, thank you. All right. Marie Mavomrick is a high priestess of Lilith. Okay, remember, the thing you've got to walk away with tonight is you've got to remember that it's not Lucifer so much as it's Lilith. All right? Now, what Lilith did is she set up the black goo. Okay? The black goo, guess what? That's Lilith. All right? Now, what is the black goo? Why is it artificial intelligence? Why artificial intelligence? It has no soul. It's alive. It has no soul. Why? Because it can transform over multiple densities. All right? It was created for the purpose of acting on multiple levels of densities. Because how else are you going to connect to a third level entity like us and channel that energy up to these higher levels where it's got to go? There had to be something created to do that, and it's this black goo. We've all got a little bit of on us. Right, Ed? Not anymore, thank you. Stephen, are you for Tel-Exit? excuse me? Excuse me, can I say, can I say the F word? All right, look, I'm all for uh, sovereignty and borders and God bless America. However, if we occupy the Getty, we get this technology, we free up all that money, we free the children, we get free energy, free communication, free medicine, free food, no more pollution, none of that. 
and no black goo and no more child molestation and we become a service to others society no more selfishness this no more gold sitting there doing nothing everyone we measure success in how much we serve others what am I gonna do today I got up how am I gonna make a buck no we get up and say wow I got a great idea of how I can serve my fellow man and that is how we're gonna measure success And we will celebrate those people that do it well that's what we're looking forward to that's what the Pleiadians do they're, guess what? They're all psychic too. But okay, but we got a long way to go. We got a long way to go. All right. And it's, and, but I'll tell you something the energy, the stuff that we're doing right now, it, the change is exponential. Okay. I mean, as we, uh, it's going to go like a rocket. And you, you see it now. You see the changes that are coming. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, Trump's doing it. Julian Assange's doing it. These different people are involved. Yes, they are involved. But the reason why they're allowed to do that is because we're breaking down the energy fields, the negative barriers. This shit is falling off people's eyes. They're seeing this stuff now. They can't hide it. They thought they would be able to get away with this forever. And no, we're not going to back off. There's no way we're going to normalize pedophilia. This is the only way we're going to take them out. Because I don't care what kind of criminal you are, horrible, evil, corrupt person you are, you're not going to tolerate pedophilia unless you're the absolute scum of the earth. Right? So this is how we take them out. We, we're going to harp on this and harp on this, and this is why we got to use this Getty thing and say, hello, Mr. FBI, Mr. Trump, Mr. Donald, there are 100,000 children over there that need to be rescued, okay? Come on. You'll be a hero. You'll be the greatest man in the universe if you do this, because you'll give us all back our money. And you know what? We talk about the enemy all over the place. You know, it's like, oh, these guys in Hollywood, all these guys. You know, I think, okay, I'm not going to fight these guys, because all I got to, this is Pandora's box. All I, I don't have to tell you what's under there. I don't have to tell you why you have to do it. All I got to do is, come here, lift that lid. Go down that elevator. It'll do it all by itself. They can't let Trump go under the White House. You think Trump's going to be able to go under the White House? Oh, my God. Do you, think, do you guys really think that those elite people that live underground will wipe their own butts? Seriously. Do you, do you think they take out their own trash, wash their own dishes? Do you think they pay people to do that? Come on, it's a slave society down there. What do you think they do with the children when they grow up? Those are the slaves, you know? But you know what else? They're also looking for special gifted people, okay? Every 200 kids they kidnap, they're going to try to find that one special one that's got some gifts, and they're going to try to turn that person into one of their remote viewers or psychics, because trust me, this is, they are, they've seen the future. They know it's coming. They always thought that I was going to take them out with guns and stuff. Trust me, when I was in the gun business, I had everything. I had body armor raincoats down to your knee. I had, I had weapons that they didn't have. I had lights that would make you fall down. I had special light weapons that would make you fall down. I had all kinds of crazy stuff that they didn't have. They were scared to death of me. They go, oh my God, what's with these raincoats? You know? And stuff like that. So they were envisioning, and you know what, Matrix, you know the guys of the Matrix? Guess what Matrix is? Yeah, uh-huh. Matrix is a metaphor for the Getty. You know the big fight scene where he's going in the pillars and he's going to rescue? Uh, and trust me, I've had a conversation with Sophia Stewart about this, the true author of the Matrix, in case you guys didn't know that. And she agrees. There's some fun parallels there. But trust me, that's just, and you know what? Because that's what they do in Hollywood, all right? They're, they're going to tell you what's going on. They're going to put it right in front of your face. Oh, my God, in front of your face. Talk about five minutes. Okay, 
how many people here have seen that new Star Trek movie where the guy comes into the building, goes down, and he, he puts something in a computer and the whole underground secret base blows up? Did anybody notice that the set for the Star Wars movie was none other than the Getty Museum? Oh my God, yes it was. He walks up to the Getty Museum, doo -doo 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 -doo, goes down this elevator into this monstrous, monstrous underground cavity, secret underground base world government thing, <laughs> and then he destroys it with his little SIM card or something, he sticks in a computer and the whole thing blows up, and that's how, that starts the Star Trek. Oh my God, how much more in front of your face can they be? That's what they do. You know, they did that in response to me because, oh, what are we going to do with this Stephen Kelly guy? They won't dare even talk about me, okay? You know, this is why you've got to make a big deal. You go, oh, wow, yeah, you couldn't believe what I heard. Oh, 100,000 children at the Getty. Yes, Gavin Newsom, all this. Yes, this is the secret. This is how we end it all. Okay, it's that simple. Occupy the Getty. When somebody says, what do we do? What do we do? Pipeline in North Dakota. Ugh. Occupy the Getty. Well, you're a water protector? What about the Pacific? Come on, occupy the Getty. That's the answer to everything. Then we'll get the technology, we'll clean the Pacific. We won't need oil anymore. There will be no pipelines. We'll have free everything. It'll be wonderful. Everyone will have more money. They know what to deal with. It's, trust me. Paradise on Earth. It's within my lifetime. I never thought I'd say that. But yeah, guess what? We get to see paradise on Earth. Only if we do the work. All right? But we're not going to see it if we don't learn how to forgive and teach everyone else how to forgive and have love. Okay?